While we'll be consuming alcohol throughout the show, should you choose to join in, we ask that you only do so where it's legal, safe, and in moderation. We also welcome your feedback and suggestions on our Instagram at Movies Rock Podcast. And should we say anything rude, non-inclusive, or otherwise wrong, we apologize in advance. We are affirming of all, so with that being said, offense or ill will is never our intent. Now let's get back to the show. Is that like a Mrs. Doubtfire opening there? Close, no. Close, maybe. uh, What was the movie about the Hocus Pocus witches? Oh, did they do that on Hocus Pocus? I haven't seen that. Yeah, the Sanders Sanders sisters, whatever. Sanderson, yeah, 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 dude. Well, anyways, like I said, welcome to another episode of Movies on the Rocks. It is I. It is us, the Murder Boys. Murder, murder. And we are here on today's episode. But first... Introductions as always. It is I, Tomas, with Derek. Yep, that's me. Eric. What up? What up? And that's it. That's just the three. It's just that's all we got here. Three amigos. No more Sal. Sal's gone. <laughs> it's an <laughs> intimate <laughs> occasion. Okay, just just yes. the four of us. Yeah, and, well, three. three there's us. only three of us. Three. Well, there's three plus the person listening. We're including <laughs> them. <laughs> oh, look but at you! Sal break. is here, actually. Yes, Sal he is. is. <laughs> Always with us in my yeah, he's always with us. Yeah. <laughs> look, look at you breaking the fourth wall there, buddy. Wow. <laughs> Very deadpool of you. Anyways, um, as always, it is us. We're here talking shit, talking shit about movies, talking shit about drinks, talking shit about each other. It's all good. That's uh, for today's sure. episode, we are gonna be discussing the That might be the best way you've ever described a show. Yeah. Yeah, I agree, actually. That was <laughs> very was good. so dead on. It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. All Anyways, you do is talk shit. About Derek mostly, but yeah, yeah mostly totally. about Derek. Oh. That is true. He does get the brunt of it. That's right. He does. True. Poor guy. Poor guy. And, and I love him for it. Poor um, guy. Get the fuck yeah. out of here. He's fine. He's got, th- he's got a thick skin. He's got thick skin to match his big mitts. He does. Oh, the God. big hands. Got that thick skin. Look at those hands, man. <laughs> guys, if you guys I'll out there you. can see this, it covered the entire screen. It's like it's coming like, soon. It'll be like uh, like we'll have. <laughs> Motor Boys merch. It'll be just Hulk hands that are spraying and look like normal skin. Or we're going to get sued by the Foo Fighters because of that that, that Everlong song with the big old hands. That's you. Yes, yes. We're going to get sued by the Foo Fighters. You're like like a regular sized Warwick Davis, but the hands still stay big. Yeah. Can I? No. Can can we not? Can we just not? You were blessed, bro. We're not making fun of you. You're blessed with the hands of a giant. Yes, I would be. What scared are you to guys you. drinking? I always, I always wanted to fight you, but when I saw those hands, I'm like, nope, not anymore. It's almost not like you have. It. It's it's not almost like it. you have like penises for fingers. It's amazing. You Many have hot dog fingers. You you have hot dog fingers, bro. Yes, yes. Like you Frankfurt, do. you have like you have like chorizo fingers, like big ass like. Italian chorizo fingers. Well, like, no, no, we'll this, say Boudin. This, Boudin is this from New- going Boudin. anywhere? Is this actually going to take us to a point at some 
Some not really. I can, I can keep going. I is there anything going. else worth talking about except your boudin fingers? <laughs> yeah, <there>? Exactly. <laughs> Just saying. Oh, and, man. All right. Anyways, um, uh, what are you drinking today, buddy? Derek, you start us off. Fine. <laughs> I'm drinking something new. Uh, it's called Simply Spiked Blueberry Lemonade. That's right down your alley, I feel like. Totally. That's, like a, that's a Derek drink. Yeah. I have very low expectations. Five percent alcohol. So, so you've never had a sim- like, You've never had the simply juices. They make those simply like lemonades, blueberry lemonades. Oh yeah, lemonades are great. That's, I've never had. I've never had a blueberry lemonade. But, that's their. Yeah. That's their brand. But spiked. It's probably good because I like their juice. Yeah, yeah, the juices are great. Do you like it? Mm, let's see. Oh, you haven't even tried it. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, fantastic. Delicious, huh? Yeah, I believe it. That's I'm going to go that, get some of that. That sounds like a great summer drink, dude. Those little, those little cans are, are the best. I ain't going to lie. It does. Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. That's actually a great idea. Have you guys, have you had the those, Um, I, I'm not a big person. I don't like those vodka drinks, but have you had those high noons? No. Mm-mm. No. Okay, so it. it's kind of like the same thing. It's like those, uh, it's like, it's a... They're all over the place. You can buy a box of them. Like I think, I think a, a, a container is like a four pack. A box is like a four pack of them, and they have different okay. flavors. They have mango. They have watermelon. They have pineapple. They have different. They have guava. Like I mean, guava that shit probably is delicious. You know, like yeah, I, I exactly. Don't... If it tastes anything like this, that's pretty My, bomb. Michelle, I... Michelle loves making her own like what they call pog, uh-huh. uh, passion fruit, um, orange juice, and guava. Mm-hmm. And then you throw in some vodka, and people love it. Yeah, I just recently had. Uh, have you guys ever had ranch water? No, uh, I have. I think it's that- pretty big in the south here because it's it's mm. made by Carbach, I think. Oh, and it's, yeah. it's like their it's like their hard seltzers, but they're not. They actually taste like what it like hard seltzers to me taste like literally seltzer, especially because I can't smell. Yeah. But yeah. this stuff is like. Whatever the flavor is, I think I had like a mango flavored one. It actually tasted like good, you know, okay. a little beer y, which I also like, but it tasted mostly like the fruit. So, okay, mm. that's cool. You didn't like it? I only you tried don't... it once. I think I yeah. did it for the podcast. I'm pretty but sure. But you're not really a beer guy, you know? Yeah, you're right. I should have so, made it already. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Eric, what are you drinking? It's good. Eric, what Ooh. are you drinking, dude? I'm drinking something new today. I'm drinking beer. I poured two of them in my Nix cup here. And uh, it's this it's unfortunate. Stuff. Shut up. That is. That is uh, unfortunate. It's, called, it's, called, it's probably, it's probably going to be the only good thing that's ever coming out of a Nix cup. Oh, my God. It's called. <laughs> you can't really see it because I have such a bright screen. But it's called Parker County Peach. And it's a peach beer. It's made by uh, uh, Martin House Brewing Company in Fort Worth, Texas. And uh, it's actually really good. It's a peach favored beer, and it really tastes pretty peachy. And I'm and for someone who can't smell, that must mean this shit really tastes like peach. You, you see the can? I'm pretty sure I've tried I'll that. Try one. to see if you could see it. Oh yeah, we can see uh, it now. Yeah, I totally can see and it. This chicks on not it. The one that I thought I saw. Nope, nope, never had that before in my life. Okay, yeah. So it's good. Right, it's great. Actually, cool. All right. Yeah. Does it have like a weird kind of like beery aftertaste or no? No, it, it tastes really? like be- it's weird. It tastes like beer and peach, but it's not bad. You'd think it wouldn't be the greatest. Yeah, uh, to the put together. Is what I'm concerned, like, is it too hoppy? Too no, malty? it doesn't. No, there's it's not. I don't. I've gotten to the point where I can't do hoppy beer anymore. That's why I don't like IPAs. This does not yeah. taste hoppy at all. So okay, cool. What are That's you laughing awesome. at, bro? <laughs> what are you laughing <laughs> at, bro? 
I'm enjoying your input. Tomas, what are you drinking? <laughs> yeah, better I'm, move on. I'm doing basic today because I'm I'm trying to start uh, keto. I'm going to try to start keto. I've been unsuccessful today because we had a lunch at work, but I'm trying to do keto. <laughs> I love when that happens. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to do keto. I want to maybe start like intermittent fasting, so I'm trying to drink something other than rum. So today I'm going with Bullet and uh, Coke Zero, dude. Some nice man. We'll, because we'll at least it's whiskey. So good, good, good. We'll talk. Listen, offline. Let's talk. I intermittent fast and did keto for months, and it was That's great. Good. And I'll tell you. Okay. About it. Yeah. 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 Offline. Yeah, we'll talk, Not we'll a, unless you want to talk about it now with everybody. I, I don't, don't mind. Talk. I don't mind. Dude. <laughs> I really don't mind. I really don't mind. I mean, who gives a shit? I'm such a fucking fat ass. Who gives a fuck? Why? Not because of your weight. Because we're going to talk about like our diets on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I mean, shit. It's part, it might be one of the news section. I'm just kidding. Anyways, but yeah, so it was a new day, buddy. Try yeah, exactly, exactly. No, no, for sure. That was all about for sure. I mean, I, deep, I, mean, I started, I started doing my my yoga and the hydro, and I did it yesterday, and it fucking kicked my ass. Oh my! You did oh, yoga, yeah. huh? How yoga was it in the morning? You? Yoga in the morning, and then I did uh, hydro in the evening. Yeah, yeah. My yoga is so good for you, but I just it not is. good at it. But I what, it's weird. It. It's weird. You know what I have? I have that DDPY yoga thing. Oh yeah, he like got people like D- it's DDP. It's really good. Bro, it's really he good. changed people's lives. He's a freaking wrestler, Diamond Dallas Page. Yeah, yeah. He's a professional wrestler that literally like I. That's watched, all he does. He doesn't dude, work out. He doesn't yeah, this, lift weights. Everything he does is yoga. I saw um a, th- this man take a dude who is like very glasses. overweight. I think I don't remember. Yeah, I think he had glasses, but he was very overweight. He could yeah. barely stand. He got this guy from being sedentary, not able to move, to like running ten miles a day from yoga. Yeah. It took a while. It you took gotta a change minute, your whole diet. But he did it. But it's it's it's. Yeah. I'm telling you, dude, the workouts are fucking great. They will kick your ass. They're yeah. good. They're good. No, They're I didn't, good. I didn't know good. anybody who was actually doing it. That's good no, stuff. No, I've done it. I've done it, and, and it works. I just I just have to be better on the on the diet side. That's what I gotta do. I mean, that's that's uh, that's twenty. Per, that's that's eighty percent of the battle, buddy. Exactly. Yeah. That's why. That's why it's it's hard being Cuban doing that because the, the rice kills you, bro. It's the rice. I know rice is great. It's hard being <laughs> Italian. Good, good food is so easy to get a hold of. <laughs> it's true. It's true. You go. You you don't man. Realistically, you don't have to drive more than two or three miles, and there's inherently somewhere that's got some good food. Yeah, I know. I know. Too Unless you're like man. in like I don't know, like some random city in West Texas that has tumbleweeds <laughs> and shit. No, even then you've got a neighbor who has made some dish for oh, you at some point. point. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> dude, for real, yeah. for real. But anyways, that's 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 what I'm doing. But but I don't. Know, I mean, we we uh, we'll see how it goes. I'm, I'm starting it up now, so we'll see where it goes. Yeah, man, but, I'm excited for you. We'll talk more. We'll talk more. Yeah, for sure. Not for sure. to uh, not to be um, problematic or anything, but did you guys see the trailer for the new street food series? that they're putting on netflix well let's I hold on before you do that yeah. let's go let's let's take it to the news desk <laughs> news of the day wow. every time why, why wow, do we let him do one's... this why do we do this that one's a lot <laughs> news of the day today in the year of 2022. I don't know, Domini. I'll be All back right. in a couple days, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, no. Say what you were going to say. What, what trailer are we talking about here, dude? 
All right, so I just I randomly keep up with uh, occasionally like new stuff that's coming out, new shows, movies, whatever. And there's this uh, th- this trailer comes across on my YouTube feed, and it's okay. So Netflix does a series. I don't know if they exclusively on Netflix, but they have a street food series. Yes, and they've gone through. That. You know, they'll, they'll do like you know the Dominican Republic street food mm-hmm. and like. Chinese street food and they did, Korean they did one, they did one in like they did one in like San Juan Puerto Rico and like Puerto Rico and shit like that. I think they did that one. Yeah, 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 sure. yeah, yeah. So is this the second so, season or is this the first? I swear I've watched a street food show. I, that's what I'm saying. Like there's there's lots of them. They're, they're, yeah. They'll typically all be one season long, but they're for different countries. They and okay. they didn't weave them together as like uh, sequential seasons. Yeah, yeah. Um, Anyway, so they've got the new one, but the new one that's coming is Street Food America. It's like the USA one. So I'm pumped to see all of like the delicious street food. Am I the only person who's excited about? No, a show I'm, like I'm that? totally into that. Yeah, no, a million percent. Like I didn't, I didn't know that because I've seen so many of them. But I'm gonna watch it. Like I watched. I thought it was on Netflix. I thought it might not. Yeah, there been. is. So there's there's two on Netflix. There's Street Food Asia. I think right. that's what I watched. And then the street food Latin America. Yeah, I think I watched Asia, and that's what makes me is Vietnam. If Vietnam is one of the episodes, that makes me yeah. Like they I, have, okay, the first season has Thailand, uh, Japan was okay. So Bangkok, Osaka, Delhi, India, Yogyakarta, Indonesia, uh, Taiwan. I can't see the. I think it's Chiayi, Taiwan, uh, Seoul, Ho Chi Minh City. Yep, Ho Chi Minh. Okay. That's the one. Singapore that. yeah. and Cebu, Philippines. Now, I'd love to go to yeah. Singapore because, bro, I loved Crazy Rich Asians. That's, that street food scene in Crazy Rich <laughs> Asians, amazing. My daughter's yeah. like, can we go there and eat? I'm like, whenever you want. But, Dude, you know, maybe after do. COVID. Yeah. Uh, Buenos Aires, uh, Argentina is the one of them. In the second season in the Latin America. Salvador, Brazil. Oaxaca, Mexico. Lima, Peru. Bogota, Colombia. And La Paz, Bolivia. So they haven't okay. made one in the States yet. So is that's, this one in the, the new series? That's the new series. It'll be in, in it's specifically focused around the USA. Okay. And I, I got pumped because they're like highlighting, you know how the there it is. For anybody I'm gonna start a debate here. There there are two key uh aspects or, or halves of culture around barbecue. Mm-hmm. There's the sauce and the rub, folks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the I, anytime I see a show that is going to help me contrast these two like polar opposite accomplishments to the same ends. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm always pumped about it. I'm ready for well, this. I'm, I'm pumped that you're pumped, dude. I'm actually really, cause that that's a great show. I watched the whole Asia one. Um, and that's what made me, and I tried to, so me and me and Derek have a lot of Vietnamese friends and, um, Oh Yeah. I always that said Viet, after I watched that, that show, Cajun, yep, that I, food I told them after I watched Dude. that show, I'm like, I think we need to, we need to go to Vietnam and I need to go with you guys. Cause you can speak the language and get us around. And I, and one of our, one of our friends, his name is, is his Viet name is Min, Min Quan. So I said, we can call it the Ho Chi Minh Quan city. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <voice trip." laughs> he loved it. He was like, yeah, oh my God, the Ho Chi Minh Quan city voice trip. Because all Yo. I want to do is eat street food and Ho Chi Minh, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so, okay, so it's coming out. I just looked at it in Netflix. It comes out street, in street Food USA. It comes out July 26th. Um, and it's oh, so funny. It's probably going to be out by the time you guys are hearing this. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Oh, so, yeah, they've been out for three months. For sure. Time, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> at, at least at that point, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, and it's funny because you know how they have that, they always have that picture on the top of something, whether it's a poster or they have or right, right, a yeah. picture from the actual show. So what they have is they have a, a, a sliced up open um, uh, the profile of a, of a sandwich. And mm. uh, if anybody knows this sandwich, it's amazing. It's in New Orleans and it's, Partic- they, there's a lot of places that make it, po but boy? there's only one po place. In- boy. No, not Po' Boy. Not Po' Boy. Not Po' Boy. Okay. There's a lot of places that make it in New Orleans, but only one place is where it started, and that's the Central oh, Muffaletta. Muffaletta. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I so know they have food, bro. Look at me, my dude. Yeah, bro, okay, look, I'm a I know, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, if anybody wants to hear it, so, there you go. Right oh, jeez. <laughs> You can't do that, but, bro. You can't do that to me. That gets me going. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so you know, but yeah, the uh, the muffaletta. But yeah, bro, that's I had one next from next door to the place next door to the first Central Grocery. Some Italian was like, "Yeah, we started it." I'm like, "Yeah, bro, no, <laughs> you, bro. I don't think so, bro." Can it's I tell Central you guys Grocery was closed. I love Can I tell Central you about Grocery. the pizza that I had? I was in Jersey last weekend. Can I tell you uh-huh. about the pizza that I had? Yes, I've never, please, please. This was the best slice of pizza I have ever had. I had it with my niece. Wow. Uh, we were at, we were, so my, uh, I have, you know, a bunch of nieces and nephews and uh, one of them was their graduation party this weekend. And I took two of the other ones to go to the store. And on the way to the store, I was like, yo, look, like, let's get some pizza. Cause I'm, you know, I love pizza. I'm from Jersey and Jersey pizza is the best. So we go to this <laughs> beautiful pizza parlor in the town that I grew up in. Okay. And I walk mm-hmm. in. And I see this array of beautiful sunshine in front of me, okay? And I didn't know which one to choose. But I saw this one that looked like a sun, okay? It looked like a little sun because it was a pizza that had garlic knots as the crust. So it looked like a a sun. And then it just, it had, it was like a a vodka sauce on the pizza. A vodka sauce. And then they had... Yeah, and they had <laughs> his uh, mouth cup, is watering. Yeah, cup cup pepperonis. You know those little pepperonis that cup up yes! and they with grease. Oh, cup pepperonis, and then they do this after they heat it up. They drizzle hot honey on that bitch. Okay, what the fuck, <laughs> bruh? I thought it was crazy. I thought it was That's crazy. Like, I said, "This is." I said, "You guys." I said, "Mr. Mr. Pizza Man, you're crazy." This is blasphemous. <laughs> I said, "You're crazy, Mr. You pizza Man." Next thing what you know, you're you gonna put fucking pineapple on a pizza, bro. And he looked at me, and he looked at me, and he said, "What? Well, you think I don't know what I'm doing? I've been doing this my whole life. You think I don't know what I'm doing? I'm like, well, I'm here for the ride. Me and my niece ate this pizza, and we both looked at each other with tears in our eyes and said, "This is the best <laughs> slice of pizza we've ever had." It was the That's best when their slice souls of refused. Yes, and for we were we are forever connected because of that moment, not because we're related, but because of the pizza. Okay, we are forever connected because of that moment. And we both were like, This is I've never had anything like this. The next day, I got a whole pie and me and my friends ate it. <laughs> the whole thing. It was huge. It You're was gonna shout this place out so that the rest of the world yes, can go it's called know. Romeo's restaurant Romeo's Ristorante in uh in Freehold, New Jersey. And it is in the Rain Tree Shopping Center for those Jersey listeners that are listening to this. <laughs> and it's a place that I did frequently. Shout out to you there. guys. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Romeo's yes. like it was and they call it the sunshine. And the best part about it, they call it the sunshine, the sunshine delight, I think, because it looks like a sun. That's beautiful. 
Yeah, yeah, I just wanted to tell you guys. It's about like a six thousand yeah. calorie pizza slice right there. Oh yeah, it was well worth it though. <laughs> well worth every calorie. Eric's got a new crush. I don't blame I you. I do. Dude. I was in love. <laughs> Full in love. Oh anyway, sorry goodness, about that. Awesome. Sorry, back to the no, 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 no. That's good. That's good. That's good. We can talk about other shit. Food is pop culture too, as well. It's all good. It's all good. Do we but, have actual uh, news now? Yeah, I have some news. But first off, well, before we before we do that, let's talk about some of the stuff that's happened. Like some of the people that have left us in the last couple of weeks, guys. So let's see. So recently, we lost James Con. Jimmy yeah, Khan. James Khan. I saw that one, man. Yeah. yeah, he 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 passed away, and then it was like it was like winning threes, dude. It was like crazy. It always happens that way. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to remember who who else who else passed away recently. Like I don't remember. Like, I, that's the only one I can remember. Oh, someone else. Um, hold on a second. I'm gonna find out. You were not prepared, buddy. Not for that. Not for that. Because <laughs> apparently I'm the only one who's bringing shit to the table. I mean, oh, wait. I don't know why okay. you guys act like I don't like know what you expect. Okay, well, hold on. No, no, no. Oh, no, no. Yeah. I, here's the three. Here's the three in my mind. Okay. That Hopefully that's it. <laughs> hopefully that's yeah. it. We got Paulie Walnuts. Oh, Louis yeah, Sirico. dude. Yeah. He just yeah. passed away. Yeah. Um, let's see. Jamie Kahn and um, Ray Liotta. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ray Liotta's a big dude. one, too. Oh. Yep. Uh, everybody, every every fucking mafia actor has died this year. Apparently, I know, so. man. <laughs> so, Jeez. but yeah, no, I was like, holy shit. So, but but yeah, no, I'm, I mean, I have a little bit of news. That that's the biggest news for me that's happened in the last week. But let me just pull up my news here. My news feed. Wonderful right. talents that we lost there. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, here's a good one. Once again, Amber Heard rears her ugly head. <laughs> oh, so, no. figuratively speaking, because she's gorgeous, but. As far as her soul, I mean her ugly soul. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> anyways, all right. So <laughs> so, this poor woman, man. This poor woman, evolved, dude. This poor woman. Past shaming I mean, people still, for their looks. She's shaming their souls now, man. Honestly, honestly. Deep. Honestly, she's like, you know, she's 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 so vindictive, man, just because she lost an argument. She's so vindictive. Oh my so, god. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, dude. We're gonna get canceled and nobody knows who the fuck we are. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right, so you go to like the abyss of nothing. So <laughs> So Amber Heard right now, she went to um I guess there's people who can I guess it's an actor or somebody. I don't know what. I, I mean, there's insurance for just about every fucking thing in the world. Like, I remember in college when, um, I don't know, you won't know this, Derek, because you don't know the foosball, but when Willis McGahee uh, from the University of Miami blew out his knee in the championship game, like, he had taken out an insurance policy because if he, lo- if he got hurt and didn't get drafted as high as he was because he was going to be a top five pick, he was going to be due money. Because he lost money from going, he was still first round, but he went from being a top five pick to like a bottom first round pick. And so what? Amber Heard had insurance on her career. She or something? had insurance on her career, or if it, if she was in some type of litigation where she could pay. So she went to the insurance company because of the decision that she got for losing her argument. Okay, and so she went to them and asked them. To pay some of the money because she's owed, she's gonna owe Johnny Depp over eight million dollars. I right. don't know, minus whatever he won in the thing, which was it, she won, which was like two and a half million. He was gonna end up with like an eight hundred. She's gonna end up with like an eight and a half million dollar bill, like a deficit. Yeah, yeah. After that, so 
Um, so she went to the insurance company. It's a, they have a $1 million liability policy with her. Okay. So at least it was $1 million off what she was going to owe him. Unfortunately, because it's a California policy and under California law, insurance company is not on the hook if the insured committed wrongful, willful misconduct. So according to this insurance company, because she put out that uh, that Vanity Fair article, or whatever that article that she put out that was so like all over the place in the court case, they're like, fuck you. You got to pay. <laughs> like, like, I thought it would. I, th- I mean, the shit on the bed thing alone, I think, is enough, <laughs> you know, <laughs> for misconduct. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But apparently because she put out on, you know, on purpose, she put out that interview. Like, yeah. like they, they, they said that was willful misconduct. And so she's basically on the hook for the $8.3 million. That's what it is. $8.3 million. I mean, so, does yeah. she not? I guess she, I, I guess, I guess we just have this idea that like, Stars just have hordes of money around that they can pay that <laughs> yeah, and not dude. worry about it. But like when you think about it, eight million dollars is a lot of money to have somewhere. You know, yeah, yeah. it's a lot so, of money for had eight million dollars. Yeah, I would yeah. not be. I wouldn't be talking to nobody. I'd be yeah, out yeah, yeah. in the woods somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I mean, that's not like Amber Heard is like running down like Tom Hanks checks. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah not in, in any way, shape, or form is she throwing down that kind of money. But yeah, dude. So she's I gonna mean, be paying was... that off for the rest of her life, pretty much, uh-huh. if she can even get work. Yeah, that's know? that's the real problem. I mean, I mean, now that they've supposedly taken her out of fucking Aquaman, like for real, mm-hmm. like they've cut her out and they're gonna a couple of years, design. Marvel will pick her up and she'll make twice as much. Yeah, maybe she'll be the Enchantress or some shit like that. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I hope know. they don't Whatever. because she she couldn't act her way out of a rip of her bag. Anyways, all right. So moving oh, on. What? Poor woman, man. She's getting lit what? up. She's been getting lit up for months. This Kick her girl. while she's down, dude. I know, dude. Ah, she's no, like, no, 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 no. I, I, I'm gonna try. To, I'm, no, I'm gonna shit in her bed. Anyways, all right. So, <laughs> well played. <laughs> Anyways, all right. So. Um, another piece of news. Um, did you guys finally see? I know Derek, you didn't, but Eric, did you finally see the Stranger Things season four? Of course, oh, I yeah, did. Right, I didn't watch that shit. I didn't know you watched Wait it because you're always so scared. A minute. Wait a minute, bro. Say, Derek? Hold on a second, Derek. Did you just you refer not- to Stranger Things as shit? Damn right, I did. Did you watch it or no? No. Fuck that shit. The- Derek, dude, that's just it's amazing, not that dude. scary. Number one, it's not. It's not. And number two, it it's a, ter- it's it is fun. Times. Terrifying. <laughs> oh my god! It I is gestured. Everyone, I'm, I'm listening at home. I gestured as though my head the opened demigorgon. up. Demogorgon. He was doing a demogorgon gesture with his finger, with his massive finger. He was like, he was like, he was, he was like, he was like, ta-da. When it looks like an actual demigorgon, because his hands actually have teeth in them. It's crazy. It's it's like, it's it's like, it's like he was like popping out of an asshole. Hello. Oh my God. He looked like, he looked like, uh, he looked like Jim Carrey. not watching it because you're scared? I seriously don't watch it because I don't like scary shit. And it's I'm not, not that scary. Up with that bull. 
You're missing out on like a you like are. a masterpiece a of, of episodic touchstone of episodic right, proportion. If you really want to talk about me missing out on a series oh, that is just a cultural phenomenon, why don't we talk real quick about what the fuck was that? Uh, uh, Game of Thrones. Because it sucks. That's why I didn't watch it. All right, I'm saying it. You know what? I don't care who hears me. Hold on, hold on a second. Care? Sucks. You you watch it. I wait. Listen, dude. I tried to get through the first five episodes for literally three months, but I kept falling asleep. It's well, at least you know. At least you know you watched it. I tried. Yeah, at least I tried. I wanted to. I wanted to even try. Yeah, I wanted to be a part of what people loved, and I couldn't get into it. I Here's tried. the thing. Here's the thing with Stranger Things, dude. The same Stranger Things that I've noticed every season, it is slow up until the fourth episode, and then it fucking picks up like a goddamn bullet. I like it though, man. I think they're. I like it a lot. Wonderful. Yeah, I, like I think it. No, they no, do. No, I, I think he's. I think they do a good job. I'm just saying for other people, they're like, "Why is this taking so long?" I'm like, "No, no, you gotta, you gotta stick with it for at least three and a half episodes because the fourth episode is when shit sh- turns because they have to set everything up." And you got to get the whole idea of where they're coming from, and then halfway through that third, that that fourth episode, for some reason, it happens every season. Halfway through the fourth episode, it's like they get they finally give you a taste of what you're after, and you're and like, they do it, Fuck. they do it masterfully. Like it's, yes. they they don't the like Duffers, I can't. They're doing they should they're putting on a masterclass right now of like they are how to create a television show that it keeps people really engaged. Like, 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 whoever was running Lost should have been watching Stranger Things first. They should have been they watching had. Stranger Things. And Derek, if you ever roll your eyes at me talking again, <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> but dude, <laughs> this last episode, this last season was fucking amazing. I loved it. Long as shit, every episode supposedly was thirty million dollars a piece. Yeah, every single then, episode. They were the each last a fucking two movie. episodes were very long too. Like the last one yeah. was two and a half hours long. The yeah, second dude, last one was nuts. an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah, but they were worth it. It was worth it. I don't it. want to say much about it because it's still new, but it's a great, it's a great television show. It's Derek, so I cannot God. believe you're, you're not watching it. Like you need to on, watch bro. it. It's down Derek, your alley. Derek, if you if you it's down dude, your alley. If you love like like there's so many callbacks in that show to movies from oh, yeah. the 80s. Oh yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. Like different oh, shots. That's why he wouldn't like it though, because that, he doesn't that's know. That's why it. Yeah. He's from the nineties. <laughs> that was originally why I wanted to get into it, is because of how the, just the era in which it took place that was interesting enough but you know you get into whatever the her name is like what 11 or 9 or 11 11 11 uh-huh. she's just bleeding all the time out of her head because she's got you don't know because you don't watch it bro if yeah, you, watch you, it, gotta watch you don't it. know what's going on dude yeah okay no, 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 honestly, no, no. It's amazing. It's amazing. Oh you don't my know what you're gosh. Missing. I can't but believe he's not watching this. I don't know, dude. I don't know. I want to punch you in your face. Oh, God. He's such a smug son of a bitch. I know. He's so, and the way he's looking at me right now, too. <laughs> Look at that. Like, Look at that. not watching that shit. And he's got this, oh. like, grin. I'd rather watch shit eating grin on his face. I'd rather watch Ovaries, Egg, and Priority. He's like, guys, you have no idea how much great, <laughs> great anime I have to watch right now. Okay, guys. There's so much. Magnificent anime out there. It's an I don't anime have time called, for strange things. It's, it's an anime called How to Eat a Hot Dog in a Public Toilet. 
for everyone at home, I'm finger gunning the middle finger at them right now. He is, he's giving us some serious birds. But is it? I wonder. I wonder if there's an anime called How to Eat a Hot Dog in a Public Toilet. I mean, it's just probably just. If random. it's out there, Derek had seen it, and if he yes. hasn't seen it, it doesn't exist. <laughs> so and the sequel, and the sequel, oh, man. How, to, how to how to eat a pizza in a porta potty. That's yeah. what. It, that's the sequel right there. Why do I still talk to you guys? I don't know. <laughs> I can never. I know. Anyways, well, going back to Stranger <laughs> Things four, the music is so positioned so perfectly in every episode of the show. Beautifully, I mean, yeah. the transitions it works every single time, and so we have that one song running up the hill. Yeah, from Kate Bush. Kate Who Bush. I loved Kate Bush before this. She's great. Yeah, I never even knew of her until. Oh, you didn't know who she I'm, was? I'm, oh, she's no, no, no. amazing. Yeah. So I thought because the thing was is that. The the beats in the song for me seemed a lot more like like now. Like I had never heard those kinds of beats in an eighties song ever. Oh really? Oh well she was like indie rock almost like yeah, indie, yeah, like yeah, exactly. Feel. So that's why I yeah. knew who she was was into indie music. Yeah. Wow, you're so God, you're such a hipster. I'm I'm so proud of you. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> You're so forward thinking there, Shut Eric. Up. Oh man! I okay, mean, I'm sorry that I knew who Kate how, Bush was. How guys. amazing My are you? It's it's, 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 I don't want to. I know why. It's because you were. It's because you were an emo kid, wasn't it? It's yes. You were emo. I was an indie you. guy, man. I was into emo music. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, man, what a and by emo, you was. motherfuckers <laughs> out there, you don't know. You don't know what emo is because they're like, oh, what do you guys? You guys listen emo? What do you like? Listen to Panic at the Disco. Like oh my god! No, no, no! Boy. Fucker, thirty fucker, seconds to Mars. I don't listen guys, to that no, shit. No, yeah. no, fucking Echo and the Bunny Man. Fucking New Order, Joy no, Division. That's, that's New Wave, but that's all in the same place, man. It was all in the same place. New Wave, no, kind of Joy like Division. It. Joy yeah. Division. No, that's New Wave. That would be considered New Wave, but they're they're also like they they birthed a lot of like Smith. what I listen to. Yeah, yeah, all that shit would be considered yeah, like dude. New Wave. So, but but that yeah. all transferred into like indie music in the 90s yeah exactly it's true so kate bush because of the song she's fucking killed it dude like her paycheck i can only imagine what her check is gonna be <laughs> or has been dude fucking she killed it but anyway so she with the, the song run up the hill her fucking that song charted so fast on itunes that it went on streaming her percentage changed when it when it hit like after the yeah. song came out on, on Stranger Things, and people went on iTunes and downloaded or started listening to it. Her 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 uh, percentage change, where it went from where it was to the top of fucking iTunes and UK charts, yeah, was like over eighteen thousand percent difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's million. Like, she's made millions of dollars off of this. Yeah, yeah, and she's she's actually broken records too, dude. When in that in that for that song, she now owns the record in the UK for the longest. Uh, the for, for hold on, she's the for the longest time between number yeah. one singles. Her yeah. first number one single was in 1978 with some song called I never heard it called Wuthering Heights. That was her first uh-huh. song, and then this song. So she beat out Tom Jones. All right, yeah, Kate Bush. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, Kate it's, Bush. It's nuts, dude. Yeah, she's, she's got that, she's dude. got very cinematic music. If you've ever listened to it, she's got this. Actually, she has this. The first time I had seen her in modern like television was I was watching The Handmaid's Tale a couple years back, and they mm-hmm. used one of her songs. It's called Cloud Busting on their episode, and it was so perfectly placed and yeah. cinematic that I was like, man, that's awesome. And when I heard it, I'm like, wow, they're using Kate Bush. And then Stranger Things does it, and I was like, so perfectly placed. It's very cinematic. She just has great music. Good for Kate Bush. Hey, 
I support you, Kate Bush. I always yeah, for real. Let's do it. I support. I support Kate Bush too. But but and then and then she did well because that was in the first episode, and then the last episode. Fucking master Master of puppets. puppets. Yep. And Calico doesn't let anybody use their shit, dude. No, they don't. They just don't. Yeah. And they let let Stranger Things do it, and it was so awesome. And I'm not even a big Metallica guy, but I got goosebumps. I was like, this is great. (laughs) This is perfect. This is the most perfect thing I've ever seen when it comes to like a song with a heavy metal. And the cool thing is, is that the guy. It's a hype song. Okay. It It is a hype song. Perfectly placed. The scene is so good. Like, that's. Look, I would tell you, Derek, watch the series just to get to that last episode of season four, dude. Because it's yeah. worth it. And no, no, and don't get me wrong. Every other season is just as great, and you're going to notice it. But once you get to season four, and then you make it through that, and you go to the last episode with that specific scene from Master of Puff- with Master Puppets, holy fucking did, God. I, did, you guys hear what, did you hear what Metallica said about it? I have, no. but go ahead and say it. They were just like, this was badass. They're like, this is amazing. This was perfect. We loved it. We loved it. We're yeah. huge fans of the show. And we're glad it was in there. This is amazing. And yeah. they even were talking, they were talking like they were even saying, like there was people saying, like, oh now people are gonna listen to Metallica. like old Metallica heads are like, oh yeah, now dude. people are gonna just listen to Metallica. And they were like, Who, who gives cares? a fuck? Yeah, who gives a fuck? This is awesome. They were like, <laughs> we don't give a shit. <laughs> you know? It's funny, it's funny because that's how Metallica heads are, dude. Like the old school ones are like, bro, they've always been around with the fucking greatest heavy metal band ever. And the fucking Metallica, like like I've always heard them refer to themselves as, a, as like a thrash band, like a thrash mm-hmm. garage band. They think of themselves more like a, like a thrash garage band that does heavy metal music. And and that song is fucking eight minutes fucking long, dude, which is unbelievable for a fucking heavy metal song, dude. Yeah, and they played and, a large chunk of that bitch. Yeah, <laughs> that they did. They did. But I, like, didn't want it to end. I was like, this is so good. I hope they stretch this out the way and that he, this feels. Yeah. And the and the actor, uh, <laughs> the actor who was in the scene who played the song, he actually learned the song in real life so he could actually look like he was playing Expression? it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so, like, so all the hands, wherever his hands were on the guitar, that's where they're going, supposed yeah. to be. That's actually yeah. what's going on because he actually learned how to play this. Oh, he knows how to play guitar anyways, but yeah. he actually learned the song so he could play it correctly on screen. Derek, it just watch Stranger. Like, don't be dumb. Derek, You're can I be dumb. a little bit depressing for a moment? Go ahead, dude. What? There are people that are of, let's say, voting age that have never listened to Metallica. Oh, yeah, probably. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. And this has yeah. totally opened the door for them, dude. Yep. Oh, it hurts. Do you see this is why <laughs> how important Stranger Things is? They, yeah. they broke out Kate Bush. They brought Kate Bush back from the dead. They're introducing people to Metallica that probably never heard it before in their life. They have they have remixes of fucking Baba O'Reilly and fucking yes. uh, a Journey. Yes. Separate ways, dude. Fucking they have such bro. a cool style and to this in, in in structure to the format of this story. Derek, you really miss. I'm just telling you, and I mean this to my heart. I usually cinematically. Fuck with you. I fuck with you a lot. I'm telling you're missing something special here, buddy. I'm just for real. Like I'm seriously, really the soundtrack. How about that? No, 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 don't, don't, God. don't, dude. You don't know. You don't know what you're missing because, bro. Season one is great because season one, like. Season one for me. Oh God, we're on such a fucking tangent. Is there an abridged version? Can I just get the abridged version? <laughs> no, just you watch can't. This fucking show. Just there are eight the show. episode seasons, dude. There's, There's eight four episode seasons, seasons now. 
But there's the, there eight, eight episodes, episodes a season, dude. The longest season of season four with nine episodes. You can I do bet it. Each of those episodes is at least an hour, huh? In season yeah. four, yes. Okay. Same. But believe me, they go by fast, Eric, dude. You will you will rip through the first time I put on Stranger Things, I remember it was like a couple days after think it came out. There is even I the slightest through. chance that I would rather spend an hour watching Stranger Things than watching a Star Trek episode. <laughs> God. No way. There's no way. Damn it. Derek. Derek, Derek, listen to me, dude. It's not like you're really packing boxes. All right. Yeah, dude, I know you, you. What are you, busy? Yeah, come on. <laughs> I mean, seriously, bro. It's not like you fucking oh, work. Geez. Geez. <laughs> dude, yeah. no, no. Honestly, honestly, dude, like, your wife's not home. You ain't got the fucking kid with you. I love the kid. Adrian, you're amazing. Everyone but... loves the kid. Everyone yeah. loves Betsy. But okay, you're, you're, but... you're living single right you know, now. Buddy. Right now, <laughs> the kid is not home. You don't have your wife there either. Betsy's not there, dude. Nothing and by the way, everything's okay out there, podcast. They're just moving. Yeah. <laughs> That's moving. what's happening. They're moving. They're moving. It's just... like Derek's lost his yeah. entire family. <laughs> no, Derek's moving. <laughs> We're telling but... everyone. But but that's why he's making boxes, not because he's getting kicked out. But yeah. <laughs> no, but it's, it's, I mean, you you can listen. You know what? Guess what? You can watch it while you're making boxes, bro. Oh God, what the fuck? Derek, <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I I don't tell you what to watch a lot of shit. You need to watch this, dude. You're missing out dude, on something. You're special. missing out. It's you great are. because look, the coolest thing I've noticed in that is that every every season there's always something like really kind of crazy that Duffers are doing. Like the first season had so many, so many callbacks to the '80s movies. Like there are so many like reproduction scenes or shot types that was like specifically referencing movies like they had ET shots, Indiana Jones shots, they had Ghostbusters shots, they had they had a they had a fucking close encounter shot for God's sakes in one scene. They're, I mean, they're playing a, on the nostalgia of the audience, exactly. just like Ready on Player purpose. One did on purpose, but. They're doing it in a different way to just say, "Hey, yeah, we were kids in the '80s, but look at listen, look at our story and how different it is." You know what I mean? But they, they're the Duffers are fucking geniuses. They're geniuses, and they're they're looking, they're they're, they're doing something new now. They have like a new stuff coming out too, which I can't wait, dude. I can't wait. Well, I mean, we are a little bit starved for content right now. There's not a lot of new stuff coming out. Although I am pumped about watching uh, the next season of Solar Opposites, I think that just came out. What? Oh, I liked. Oh, I, yeah. I actually never watched the full first season, but I liked what I saw. Yeah, so did I. So yeah. did I. I. I did. I think I saw maybe two or three episodes and enjoyed it. You know, had a good time. But I need to go it's back a, and finish it. It's, it's a nice and Morty, supplement guys. for Rick and Morty. Yeah. <clears throat> Indeed. Well, here's well as as a side note for the stuff which was cool because I re- they, I saw it in season four. Um, so they got they they the the Duffers going into we're doing a little segue. So talking about other things. So those Duffers have signed on they, with this new with blah, 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 with season four. They made enough money and had enough stuff to be able to make now something called Upside Down Pictures. That's their production company. Oh wow! Duffers. Okay, good for them. Yeah, yeah. So that's called Upside Down Pictures, and they made a deal for a brand new series with Netflix. So they're making a Stranger Things spinoff. Spinoff, yeah, yeah. Um, called Durham, 
Um, I think that's where um, where was Durham? Something with Durham was in the show. I think it was where they had like like it was it was where I think it was where Eight lived. I don't know. She was in Chicago. Something anyway. Durham was like another place in the show they mentioned in the show, but they're also going to redo. <laughs> Derek's gonna love this. He's gonna love this because Netflix already tried and fucking failed. They're going to do their own version of Death Note. Oh, no. Derek is oh, not happy. No. Because <laughs> the last Death Note, I watched the first two episodes. I was like, this is a piece of shit. I'm not watching this. They were doomed before they began. <laughs> Let's hope not, because they do real good. But they're going to do oh, Death Note series. Man. But here's the cool thing. So in in uh, in Stranger Things Season 4, there's a, there's a scene, scene when Lucas is reading a book to Max. Okay, I'm not going to say when he's reading it or what, what happened because of it, but he's reading a book to Max. What he's reading is Stephen King's novel, The Talisman. Okay, that's a, that's a big time 80s book that he wrote with Pete, with the horror writer Peter Straub. Um, it was a collaboration between the two. Um, and so they're going to make a series of The Talisman. Now, I've read some of that book. That book lives in the same universe as the Dark Tower, as it, because a lot of the stories that Stephen King writes are in the same universe. So, strangely enough, if you didn't know this, so like Stephen King has his own multiverse called the Turtleverse, which comes out in the It movie a little bit. But, anyways, like Talisman takes place the in turtle one of those. Something? Turtle, the turtle is what basically holds up the universe. It's an old, you know, like it's myth. The turtles all the way down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it holds up the universe. That's what holds up the universe, this turtle, this giant turtle. Um, but but like in this multiverse, you have different things, and the dark tower is kind of like the the joint, the join joining piece for that connects all the multiverse. And so um in any way, shape, or form, the talisman is a story where this kid um goes and ends up in some weird world where there's knights and shit. And he has to defeat, he has to defeat, I guess, the, uh, a Dark Knight, which is the Man in Black that you saw in the Dark Tower movies. He's the Man in Black, played by oh, Matthew McConaughey. That okay. was the character in the movies, the Man in Black. But that's because he's in like a lot of different books. The Man in Black, like in Stand, like the Man in Black talks to the main guy from Stand. That's who he talks to. That's who he gets his inspiration from. The bad guy. So it's it's a it's a weird type of different thing, but anyway, shape or form, they're making the series, and I can't fucking wait because that book, like I said, I didn't read the whole book, but what I read, I was like, this fucking book's amazing. It was Did you get any book. information on what the spinoffs about? Because we spin-off, haven't found any. I haven't. I, I don't haven't think really they're releasing it. that. I think they're trying to keep that under wraps. I think so too. They mentioned it. That's all they've mentioned. Quite finished it. it themselves. Yeah, I'm sure they I mean, haven't. They're still working on Stranger yeah. Things. There's another season coming. You know. Yeah, I mean, it's just it. Um, I mean, it, they haven't really talked about. It. They just said that it's gonna it's gonna be a Stranger Things spinoff, but they haven't said of what and what it's gonna be about because Pretty we really quick. don't even know what's gonna happen in the last season now. Now the last season's coming out this this next coming year. Yeah. I mean, I have. I mean, I could tell you that I think that there's a few people that in my mind are gonna fucking die. You know? Dude, this is the funny thing is like I don't watch Stranger Things, but I still catch all the rumors about how that's gonna how the finale will go and who's gonna kill who and blah blah blah. 
I was I was reading something they were talking about how uh, such and such character killed and betrayed such and such in their D and D game, and that's going to be her friend who betrays her or something or other. I don't know, dude. It's weird. It's it's. I don't want to hear you, you talk to... about this unless you watch it, Derek. So don't yeah, exactly. don't contribute <laughs> to this, okay? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> All right. So now that we've done that part, but here's so I'm going to give you guys a funny story dealing with an athlete. This is Uh-oh. fucking hilarious. This is Uh-oh. hilarious. All right, so uh, not quite some time ago, um, you guys have heard, of course, of Simone Biles, right? Yep. Yeah. So Simone Biles was boarding a uh, a flight. I don't even know. Honestly, who the fuck cares where she was going? But either way, she's boarding a flight. Um, how old do you think Simone Biles is? In, you know, Simone Biles is. I think she's like oh. what. Early mid twenties, twenty two, twenty three, twenty four, something like that. Yeah, she's twenty five yeah, years old. Okay, twenty five. Sure. Okay, she's she's walking. She goes into the flight. She sits down in her chair, right? <laughs> she sits down in her chair. The attendant, the flight attendant, goes to her and says, "Um, she's like, so, are you going to be needing anything today? Would you care for it? To, would you care to have a coloring book or something to keep your time?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she she's like, like a small girl. She's very she tiny. She does. Yeah. She is very tiny. But she like dead ass looks at the lady and goes, no, nah, because I think I'm 25. So I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I think it's because I'm 25. I don't know. Well, she's that. a gymnast, right? But, uh, aren't, aren't they like she's tiny. She's a tiny. Yeah, they're tiny. They're tiny. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I would have, if I was her, I don't even know if she's kind of like, screwed up now. if they like <laughs> addressed her that way. If I, mean, I, I saw been her like, in real life, like, I, like, and I didn't know who she was, I wouldn't think that she was like a five-year-old, but I would think that she's probably like sixteen. That's like yeah, well, fifteen. Okay, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to give these people the benefit of the doubt. Like, if you think about like a flight attendant, uh, steward or stewardess or whatever you want to call them, um, they they help mostly the people that are like shoehorned into these cramped little chairs and suddenly you've got somebody who's probably in business class realistically and those chairs are much bigger and she's already a tiny tiny person so she probably just looks like a little doll yeah (laughs) Yeah, she probably does but i still don't think she looks like she's like five though that's no i definitely would not have thought that she's also wildly famous she's She's yeah. like one of the greatest athletes that ever lived, and you you didn't know who this was. Do they think like thirteen year old or twelve year old or five year old girls just go around with gold medals hanging off of their neck? All day <laughs> I don't think she wears it like every day, but yeah, she, I mean, like, she earned the fuck out of those medals. I mean, she's she's arguably the greatest gymnast ever, ever you know, to arguably. live. Yeah. She's she's in the conversation. I don't, but it's I, just think, like, I don't. I think she's considered the top. I don't think it's even an argument anymore. Uh, I think she, I they consider yeah, her think, the best that's ever look, done it. Yeah. I think it's her, 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 her and Nadia Comaneci. Yeah, yeah. She, she's okay. Look, it, it still doesn't. It doesn't warrant that she deserved this or anything like that. She, <laughs> she's the greatest Olympian that we've had in like generations, right? Mm-hmm. But for gymnastics, yeah. Yep. At yeah, the yeah, same yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> she looks. She like does a look child. like a. T- I get it. This she is a pretty funny, like honest a, mistake. A tiny, like, it, as long child. as it wasn't malicious, then I, I feel like I wouldn't. I wouldn't be upset about it. And it doesn't yeah. help that this photo that they have in this article makes her look like a thirteen-year-old. Like, it doesn't help. So well, she's also here's the thing. Like, she's also like this is the thing that always happens with celebrities because like everyone has the same mental image of this like celebrity. 
because you don't see them every single day. You don't see them as they like get different haircuts where they, you know, add or lose weight or whatever. And suddenly they look different. And you're like, yeah, the photo that you've been thinking of them is like from a decade <laughs> ago. Okay. Oh my God. Person. They, they grow, you know, they change. Well, Just Derek, like you we do. You don't use <laughs> True, Derek. True. <laughs> but you don't oh watch. You don't like. It's funny that you you even notice or care about because because you don't watch live action anything. You know, everything you watch is stays the same age. Forever. I didn't even know. I mean, she's yeah. in subway commercials. You know that she's uh, all about the refresh. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> All right, it's been an hour. It's Tinkle Town. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's let's go down let's to break. Tinkle Town, ladies and gentlemen. All right, we're gonna go take see a man about a dog. Go take a piss. See you, peeps, later. From the refill portion of the episode, I actually refilled today, which is fucking amazing. I'm so happy. <sighs> I had to refill as well, except for it's just a new beverage. But I, yeah, I got a new beverage too. I went to an old faithful because even though I'm trying to do the keto thing, I need to kind of chill when it comes to bourbon. So I went back to rum and coke today. So I need to, you know, it was a little too much for me near the end. I was like, rah, rah. anyways, but. I went to back to some Bacardi and Cogzito. Derek, How what are I you? Know it was coming. Eric, what are you drinking? But are you going back to the peach beer or you went? Oh, I, I stuck with the peach beer. I filled up. I did fill it up though, because I like it that much, because I was almost done with my other one. That's probably that what's inside that fucking canister is probably more expensive than the entire than the entire New York Knicks squad. So <laughs> I'm not even gonna uh, acknowledge <laughs> that. Give you the privilege of an answer. Yeah. yeah, no, no, yeah, because that's that's giving too much qual too much uh, quality to the fucking uh, New York Knicks. All right, so Derek, what? Man, you <laughs> just chose violence today. Man. Yeah, <laughs> you, you just you woke violence. up and you're like, I'm, I chose violence. It's all good. Man. It's all good. The New York Knicks suck anytime. Anyways, oh, all right, Derek, go, go, go. Yeah, because the Miami <laughs> Heat have been just an outstanding organization for their entire <laughs> inception. <laughs> Get no, right, no, 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 just the last 30 years. All right, so, Derek, keep going, dude. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You my and last, sports ball talk. <laughs> I love Sports ball talk. I'm drinking a Mike's Hard <laughs> Lemonade original. Nothing fancy. Oh, nice. That's a very Derek drink. That is a very This was my backup. I didn't think I was going to like that first one. This was the backup. How long have you had it in your fridge? Uh, I don't know. A week? Maybe two? Oh, okay. Okay, okay. I I feel like that most people that have mics, it it is in their fridge for like 12 years. Yes, I'm about to say. Oh, I busted out this mics. Oh, this is from my party from 2006. No, (laughs) I just go and get the little, the Kroger flight things you were talking about. Remember the, like little pick six or whatever? Yeah, 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 I know. I love that, yeah. They still sell it? Yeah, yeah. I actually got tanked on on Mike's Hard Lemonade when I went to Vegas because it was so hot outside that I didn't want to drink beer, and they were selling these tall boys of like extra alcohol filled awesome. Mike's Hard Lemonades, and they were comes with three extra shots. 
Yeah, they were delicious. Oh shit! And I drank like and four like of sour them. Sour patch worms or something, right? Yeah, I was tanked. Dude, I, I, I gotta lie. Like, I love Mike's Hard Lemonade, dude. In a pool, fucking like, if you're chilling in a pool or in like that kind of situation, Word. dude. Word. Mike, Mike's is fucking legit. I ain't gonna lie. Agreed. That and Zima. I do love. Come down, I'll find it. Just look at. I'm sure they sell it on eBay somewhere. But uh, well. They're gonna <laughs> randomly come out with it again. They randomly just like push they, it out every few years. Yeah, dude, I check yeah. at the grocery store every week. <laughs> <laughs> every week I check, and I'm like, I remember what it used to look like. Nope, still don't have it. I'm sure. I'm it sure comes it's out. The... When it comes out, and you know, whenever it comes out, it's explode. only gonna be like 24 packs. I'm gonna have to buy a 24 pack. <laughs> This shitty ass it. beer, and you're gonna so that buy I, it, and that I will hate and pour out after this. Oh my god! <laughs> just and, hold and, on and to sure, me. I'll drink them. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm sure that you'll fucking just love every second of it, and it'll be like, oh my god, I love Sprite so much. One hundredth episode <laughs> live from Vegas with Zima. <laughs> god, <laughs> we get, I wish. That's at that amazing. point, yeah. What, we get to our hundredth episode, then they, we finally have sponsors, and it's yes! Zima who sponsors yeah. us. <laughs> and we end up in Vegas, oh. just getting blitzed off Zima's <laughs> while doing a live podcast show. Yeah. Oh, oh my god! god. Sponsored by Zima and <sighs> Crunchyroll and Therapy Against Bullies Anonymous. <laughs> oh my god! I know all I just... of those things. <laughs> And you're Fuck right. You're me. right, Derek. I do need some therapy against the way you talk to me sometimes. <laughs> How dare you, sir? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Let's talk some anime and see what happens. <laughs> let's let's not talk about the movie you picked. How about yes, that? Yes, yes, yes. Because I I, I really don't want to talk about fallopian tube. Uh, what? Oh my god! Meatloaf. Uh, sorry. Wonder. Egg priority, you <laughs> dumb mother. <laughs> I love that he got so mad that time. <laughs> like love that so much. How to eat a souffle out of a out of an old man's asshole? All right, so that's the name of the episode for him. It's an anime. <laughs> Anyways, all right, so this week's episode, if you guys didn't know this. We are talking about the move motion picture. It was it was Derek's pick today. It's called The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Derek, go ahead, sir. Start us off, brother. <laughs> All right. So an hour and 47 minutes just came out this year. I like the uh, little synopsis they gave here. The fictionalized version of Nick Cage must accept a million dollars offer to attend the birthday of a dangerous superfan, Javi. Things take a wildly unexpected turn when Nick Cage is recruited by the CIA operative Vivian and forced to live up to his own legend, channeling his most iconic and beloved on-screen characters in order to save himself and his loved ones. All right, so the movie is directed by somebody named Tom Gormican. He actually wrote the movie, too, with someone else, uh, with uh, somebody like Kevin, Kevin Etten. They wrote it. Um, and... Derek, who stars in the motion picture, dude? Nick Cage. Nick <laughs> there you go. Cage. <laughs> Nick, no, no, Pedro no. You got to say it right. You got to say it the right way, bro. No, no I'm like not saying it like that. It would take say like 15 it. minutes. Say it. Say and they it. Did I want to hear you say it. Twice in the movie. No, I, I will not. I refuse. Say it, Derek. Derek, say it. Tiffany Haddish. 
Derek. Also have Pedro Bezcal. I'm going to say it, Derek. And Nick. Don't forget Neil Patrick Harris. Cage. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. That happened I don't know twice. Why we tolerate you twice? And it was way yeah, longer than what he just did. Yes. All right, go and, ahead. I'm sorry, and sorry. the makeout scene. Oh, come on, <laughs> dude! No, I listen, 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 bro. I there was a couple times in this film that I laughed out loud, <laughs> and that was one of them. Let's get to that. Let's get to that. Let's get to these these scenes. Okay, first. so but, so yeah, Nick Cage is 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 down on his luck. He's no, no, hold, hold, hold on, hold on. Let's keep talking about the cast still. Let's talk about the cast. Don't forget oh, who is his forget, agent. His yeah, agent. Neil Patrick Harris. I said that. Yes. Okay, and, and the, girl who plays his, the girl who plays his daughter, uh, Lily Moshin, she's the daughter of the actor, the British actor, British great British actor, Michael Sheen. Cool. And do you know who that is? Yeah. Do you know who that is, Derek? Yes, you know yes, is? yes, 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 yes. Okay, yeah. Like, I mean, I was like, I saw her and I was like, holy shit. That's not his kid. I know who is like he she looks like Michael Sheen. And then I looked up and I went down the IMDb rabbit hole. I'm like, holy fuck, that's his daughter. Okay, because they look exactly alike. I mean, they look exactly alike. But yeah, go ahead now. Now you can talk, Derek. So Nick Cage is uh starting to come to terms with maybe he's not the 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 same incredible artist that he once was, and maybe he's fallen out of favor. Maybe he's washed up or whatever, you know, he's, he's battling these things and he has inner monologue that's depicted in this movie as him arguing with <laughs> Nick Cage playing Nikki, 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 Nikki. And, and, and okay. If you guys have ever seen some of Nick Cage's older stuff, have you ever seen that movie wild at heart? No, yep, but I knew what this was from. <laughs> and, and that's what it looks like to me. I told when I was watching it it's with my not aunt, that version of him though. It isn't, but it's very similar though. Because same it's, time it's, period, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like it's like Nick Cage in. It's either it's it's him around Wild at Heart, uh, fucking Valley Girl. Uh, it's like that whole time time frame with him, dude. How do you think that they? I, I didn't look it up. I don't know how they shot those those sequences, and I suspect that it's deep fake. But is it a deep fake of? Him portraying both char- characters or a double impersonating well, him at a younger age. It's a deep fake of him and him. He did both characters, I'm sure. Yeah. I, I, I can't imagine that he would have done it differently. Yeah. yeah I mean, I think I, he, I, it could, it could either both. be that or it could be, you know, the, he just, they did uh, stand in and then de aged him. You never know. I mean, they could have. Yeah, but him too. either way, he did the performance. Yeah, he definitely it was, did it. But he definitely did it. they were going to have a stand in in some of those shots, but. Yeah. Yeah, it really did look like him. deepfake, but I, I I didn't look it up. So it I'm was not definitely sure. deepfake. You know, they you just sure? made it. Younger, just, a younger it could have just been de-aged. It could have just been de-aged. Were that? Yeah, might actually. Yeah, I don't think it was. I think he's right because deepfake looks better than that. It didn't. It wasn't the greatest. I like. No. You could tell that. Yeah, it that's why. Thirty million dollars for this movie, by the way. Yeah, $30 million dollar yeah. budget. Yeah, well, they but, did. I think they did a great job with what they had. Yeah, I think so too, dude. I mean, it's it's funny because there were there were legitimate moments in this movie where I was just uncomfortable, cringing, did not enjoy it. Like I I wanted to fast forward through that scene, 
And then there are other times where I'm laughing along with the characters and loving every aspect of it. <laughs> I mean, this movie is fucking all over the place. It's, it is. It's, it was. It, it was. I'm not. I was really quite surprised by it. Like I, I didn't think I was gonna hate it, but I also didn't think I was gonna really like it that much. And I expected I, to hate this. I really enjoyed this film, guys. I thought it was I, fun. <laughs> I thought it was great because it was so fucking meta. Yeah, aspect that dude. Like it was yes. like, and it's great because I mean, Nick Cage is so funny because he. He's so uh, I don't give a shit what anybody says, dude. He still makes great motion pictures. If you've ever seen Mandy, if you've ever seen fucking Willy's Wonderland, where he doesn't say a goddamn word in the entire fucking movie, dude, it's he is fucking great. I no, he's a great actor. Uh, he's, I I just watched the last film I watched. The most recent one of his films I watched was called Pig. And oh, he, I've seen it basically goes man on fire about a kid about a pig and he does such a good job that i forget like like you know it, the problem with nick cage is that and he he really makes fun of himself in this movie or whoever he, or he was o- he open does. to making fun of himself about this is that yeah. the man has an oscar okay he's he's a talented actor right yeah but he also has some like Incendiary, incendiary <laughs> shit out there. That's so bad. He does. That it's like how, like I've not seen like an actor have such a wide range of, <laughs> like, or such a polarizing catalog where you have these yes. roles that were really shitty and stupid, and then, and then you then, roles that are of a lifetime, and you killed yeah. it. It's, yeah, it's, he's an enigma, and I think that that's <laughs> what makes this movie. Even funnier, this is a comedy film, an action comedy. It's like a buddy action comedy. <laughs> yes, yes. And it's so good. Like, I it think it's such a good job. Like, I laughed, I like love... I said, I watched this by myself and laughed out loud. Like, multiple like, times. You know what's funny is that I look at some of his, you look at some of his catalog, right? You have movies like, okay, so you have, uh, like I said, you have, uh, okay, you have Spider Man into the Spider Verse, which is like a, almost a hundred. He 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 plays a he's great in it. it's animation. I get that, but you still have to get up. And then he does movies like Running with the Devil, which is like twelve percent in fucking like Ghost Rider, Ghost Rider, Ghost Rider. But then he does, but then he Cruise does what? This <laughs> Cruise Two, which is like almost like ninety percent. Too. Dude, he's, he's then he does like fucking he does some fucking shit. He does he's all of the thing is is that but dude he's how many credits does he have? He has I love like how, I love how funny how like <laughs> Tiffany Haddish is she's talking to her partner and she's like oh yeah I saw him in Crudes too. Why do you go to Crudes too? How about <laughs> no, yeah. Face Off? Yeah, and he and then the Ike Barinholtz, which fucking Ike Barinholtz was hilarious. Dude, he's so he's, good. He's like, he's so I'm a good. 41-year-old man. Why the fuck would I watch Croods 2? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, there was dude, a no, couple no, but lines he... that he had that just, like, aced me, man. I, like, Ike Barinholtz is great, number one. He, but there was a couple lines wall? that he had that made me laugh. What? The climbing the wall? Go on without me. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, but it really, like, tickled me pink, man. <laughs> Because they acted it out, and they were both stoned as shit. Yeah, okay, hold yeah. on, hold on. Before we move on to that, before we move on to that, let's talk about it as far as the the, the, the aspect of the motion picture right now in regards to... So they had a $30 million budget. 
At the time in IMDb, it's showing up at around 28 million gross worldwide because it was a very small movie. If you think about it, it's a very small movie in, conject- in, in comparison to other stuff. So they basically made their money back because once they went to digital, I'm sure they got a ton of money off digital. Yeah. So because it's such a great movie. And, and there was so much behind it as far as buzz for Nick Cage and for Pedro Pascal because, the dude, they were so – the chemistry was so palpable. In this motion picture between the two guys, it was so good. Like it I was, was very good. in awe. I was like, I was loving every second of them talking to each other and conversing and working with. Each other. Like that first scene when he's in the boat and he's talking to his Fink and he's got like Javi driving him in the boat and Fink goes to him. You think he's, you think he's gonna ask you to blow him, or you think he's gonna ask you to fuck his wife, or you think he's gonna ask you to fuck his wife while he's watching you fuck his wife? And he's like, I hope not. <laughs> just like, it's just so random. The conversation he has with MPH, it's fucking great. I love MPH. He's yeah, awesome. MPH is awesome. I and like, so I can't is, get over MPH. Like, it was a, this. This film was a well put together film, and I, I really real. like enjoyed it. Like, I was really wildly surprised. Like, wow, this was funny. I cared about what was happening. Uh, you know, and, it was, and he, was growth. Yep, he, there was growth. And he just makes really in like great. the whole trope of the film is that I think is that uh, Nick Cage takes himself very serious. He thinks he's an artist of a generation. Yes, but he's, but he's like fading away. Like he's yeah. So he's trying to stay relevant, and it's very funny and very bold to make fun of yourself in that way. And he did he did it really well. And like. I don't know. I really like this movie. I think it was a good pick. Do you know Do you know what movie this reminds me of? And, and you guys can fucking kill me for this, but it was kind of the same thing, but it was like, God, it was like 10, 15 years ago. Uh, did you guys ever watch JCVD? No. Never even heard of it. No. Okay. It's Jean-Claude Van Damme. He's playing himself. Same type of situation. He's playing an actor that all he does is make straight-to-video fucking movies. He can't get a job. He's had three broken wives, like, like marriages. He has children. He can't, he's making no fucking money. And he ends up in a bank robbery. And the bank robbers recognize him as Jean-Claude Van Damme. And he's like... And he has to, like, try and get out of this whole bank robbery scene. They're like, you need to fight. And he's like, I don't know how to fight. I'm in the movies. That's all I know how to do. And it's like that kind of situation. <laughs> it's like, it's the same yeah, thing. I'd kind of like to see that. <laughs> yeah. it, it was actually a, it was actually not a bad fucking movie. And it's, it's like it's like a Dutch flick because it was made in Amsterdam. And, and it was like Dutch money. But it came out in the States. And it's called JCVD. If you want to take a look at it, it it's, it's, it's worth your time. But it's not as good as this. I'll tell you right now. I don't have super high hopes about it, but it was good. I enjoyed it for that because it's got the same type of feeling to it in the aspect of like you have this actor. He's playing like a version of himself where it's like, you know, but the same type of situation. But yeah, dude, like it was like the whole thing with Nick Cage showing up and doing the whole fucking like sensei thing with Javi and. It's like he just, I love they just let him just fucking go out because there were some scenes, like there was the scene, um, case in point, uh, it was after, we can talk about the scene where he was hanging off the wall and he was so fucking high off the nerve agent that he was just like, <laughs> <laughs> and, but he was in the bathroom watching his face. Yeah, yeah. That was so okay. funny to me. So, I don't know why sorry. I thought that was so funny. <laughs> so there's, 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 I can there's, hear there's, you talking about yeah. me. <laughs> so, okay, so just so you guys know, he gets he, when he gets recruited by the CIA, he tells them that this is not Javi. 
Okay, spoiler alert, guys. We're going to be talking about the movie picture. So if you haven't watched the movie, stop now, watch the movie, and then we'll talk. But so he goes to, to the guest recruit of a CIA because they tell him that Javi is a world-class arms dealer. And he's like, no fucking way. This dude is the sweetest guy you've ever met. How can he be he fucking? Is. He is. He indeed is the sweetest he's man indeed alive. The yeah. sweetest man alive. And he's like, and he's like, no, I know people. Like, no, 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 you don't know people, whatever. And so, like, he gets recruited and he has to go to their the the fucking like room where the computer's at. But the only way he can do it is that he has to climb out a window. But he had he applied some type of nerve agent to knock out a guard, and then he he rubs his face with it, something like that. <laughs> Sorry, he like scratches rubs- his brow, forgetting yes! that he has this yes! nerve agent nerve on his agent. hands, and he starts getting high and attacked by the nerve agent, and his body begins to slowly shut down, <laughs> and he's like, "What the fuck? I'm so high," and his voice is changing. And that, and Ike's like, Ike Barinholtz scares like he's gonna fucking die. He's gonna fucking die. I've killed Nick Cage. I've killed there's Nick Cage. A, there's a line that he has at that point that I I don't know why, but it fucking killed me. And what did he say? Ike Barinholtz is talking to Vivian, who's played by Tiv- Tiffany Haddish, because she's mm-hmm. walking him through trying to keep him alive with this nerve agent and finding the antidote to to reverse it. And he thinks Nick Cage is gonna die, and he goes. <laughs> He goes, you know what? You know, this is really great. You know, I, I worked all these years, went through everything I needed to do to get to the CIA, you know, uh, just to lose my job or something and go fucking work for Sonic. He goes, what am I going to do after this? Oh, I know. I'll go get a job at fucking Sonic. <laughs> Yes, yes. I like, said, was crying. No, he's, like, he's, like, he's like, I worked, I worked at a world class intelligence organization, and I killed Nick Cage. And guess what? I'm gonna work at fucking Sonic. And he just walked away. And just like he's the best. I get so Baron Holt is so great. I love that guy like, so much. He, he's great in everything he's in. Yeah, he pl- he plays up that whole like I'm fucking. I can't believe what I'm fucking doing right now. Like he plays he, that whole. But he also could play like a dummy. He plays yes. like such a great dummy. He and he's also a talented filmmaker. He made a film he with is. Tiffany Haddish, and it's a great movie. That's the dinner party, right? Yeah, dude, it's so good. It's a great film. Mm-hmm. He he you wrote like and directed it? that. I haven't seen it. I haven't Derek, seen it. You he didn't wrote, like it. He wrote and directed it, didn't he? Derek, I started it and then didn't give it any more of my time. I just oh, you're a dum dum. You're a dum dum. I that. You're a dum dum. It's oh, a it, it's, it's a little slow burn, but once it starts cooking, it gets hot. It it's, seemed like real, real slow, slow burn. <laughs> well, I like this, Derek. Whatever, nobody, nobody. Why you, know, you don't even watch movies, Derek? You just watch anime. Hey, uh, I do watch movies. I've watched two today. All right. Oh, really? What did you watch today? Not to get sidetracked. I rewatched this movie, Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Okay. Um, and then I also watched the new Bob's Burgers movie. Oh yeah, yeah. I How saw is that, that dude? Yeah, just yeah. I saw that on HBO Max episode. Yeah. Oh, so, man, what do you I think was... about the movie, Derek? Like, what do you th- talk to me? What do you oh, think? this is your choice. Yeah. Okay. Um. It it had moments in this movie. I think I mentioned a minute ago. Like, I I legitimately kept reaching for the remote so I could fast forward through it. It was just so cringy or 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 unsettling or uncomfortable. 
Um, mostly when he's talking to himself and he's, you know, giving himself a hard time subconsciously <laughs> or something. And dude, man, I, I just, and then there's other times where I'm watching it and I'm like laughing and loving it. I'm like, and Pedro Pascal does so well. And he's like such a lovable character. And like, you're, you're like, man, is he really going to fuck him over here in the end? And then watching it the second time and knowing that he's actually not the bad guy all the way through. And they're like prodding each other about these weird things, all these like subliminal, like little minor microaggression kind of things. Yeah, 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 yeah. They they vibe together so well. Like the chemistry on it really comes through on camera. So why do you why do you think I want to talk about something real quick here? Okay, why do you okay. think that you're so and this is real. I know it sounds like there's a punchline and I'm making fun of you. I'm not. Why do you think you <sighs> get so emotionally or even just it is emotions because your emotions are affected by this. Why do you get so emotionally invested in certain characters, like so bad that you can't watch what you think is scary movies or what you're scared? Why is that? I want to know the psychology of why you why that happens to you. Do we have enough time? Oh, I, man. Try to sum it up as much as you can. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if What's... this is the answer to the question you're asking, but I'm going to try and do this um was it be- was it because was it because of the horse dying in never-ending story <laughs> no but that is pretty artex 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 yeah i'm like a five-year-old boy hysterically <laughs> yeah. Sorry, anyway go ahead in our kid, our children, <laughs> everyone sorry died. sorry sorry Derek. good um my imagine, imagination gets away from me, man. Uh, I will start justifying like, like I'll I'll get paranoid. I'll like lock the back door like four times, then go and check on it again, and like I and I get like nightmares and shit. I just don't enjoy it. I, and I, so if if but, I don't think about it, then it doesn't. But ever... where does that come from? There has oh, to be know, there has to be specifically like a movie that fucking drove you to that though. Uh, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, there are definitely some horror films that I've seen that have stuck with me as like how much they freaked me out. But I mean, I don't think about those movies all that often. I don't, I just kind of avoid horror altogether. Uh, okay. It's all interesting. Right. Because- I mentioned that uh, one of them was Rose Red that like, Oh, don't, don't, don't even bring history about- channel. Why are you something no. or other? No. docu-series i don't know it was some kind of made for tv horror show or something Ro- that Ro- one freaked me out <laughs> that's a stephen um, king fucking miniseries with a little girl that was the dumbest shit ever if you are you are you i can't believe you'd be scared of that that's that what i'm trying to figure out yeah me. that's why because he's scared of things that are not scary okay Dude, he was scared <laughs> fyi yeah. derek derek was scared in our first halloween special and me and goody played it like Super chill with him. We gave him the re the reanimator. Yeah, dude, that's not even that one was. It's hilarious at this. You were freaked out. You said you were freaked out because the fucking cat scared you the entire movie. The cat was pretty creepy. Yeah, (laughs) like that's it's just it's interesting to me because I had like I I thought you'd think that I'd be you because when I was a kid I watched I watched Silence of the Lambs way too young. And that Ooh, uh, that shit sat with me for years. I was terrified <laughs> to sleep, dude. I was terrified. Yeah, dude. That I guess shouldn't have watched that film. You know, no. I was no terrified. Should watch that movie. 
<laughs> for Phil for years, and and I was scared of of a lot of different types of movies, but I wasn't scared of like Freddy Krueger and Nightmare, like I'm mm, Friday no the Thirteenth. And the reason why is because I think Silence of the Lambs. I knew in my head, like, oh shit, like even that at a happen. young age, like this could happen. Where like Freddy Krueger and Jason, I knew that shit was not gonna just happen. as likely. That's that's why my that's, that's why <laughs> yeah, okay. That's why Michelle doesn't like horror movies. Like she cuts them off like Derek, but she doesn't like horror movies because especially the ones that are like somewhat close to real life. Like like those the are terrifying. Version, like the newer version of Hills Have Eyes mm-hmm. scared the fuck out of her because yeah, there could be mutated people living in some fucking desert town that no one, everyone forgot about. I'm scared, you know what I mean? yeah, I'm scared more about real stuff than the fake stuff. But like even the real yeah. stuff now I can watch it and I'm not like terrified of it. But like I thought that it was going to scar me for years. I remember as a kid being like I'll never be able to watch scary movies. I'll never be able to watch movies like this. And now Silence of the Lambs has become to me one of the best films I've ever seen. Yeah. And it's it's amazing. And, so and, like and even and, and even in like, if you talk about like a socio-political or socio-economical or social aspect, you know, horror movies have a lot to say about, you know, like society and things of that nature, which is strangely enough, people don't realize what kind of commentary that's coming across in those kinds of flicks. I, think, I, I agree okay, with that. He's right. But, okay. Silence of the Lambs. I, I Okay. Let me first state that it, it's a phenomenal film. Okay. And to me, it's the scariest film I've ever seen. I still think, I still get a little creeped out by it. It's creepy. It's, it's, me, it's, a, it's a cranked up Law and Order episode, though. Uh, dude, no. It's like, a, oh my I God. Don't say that, man. Because, oh. no, no, that's not true. I can't. Because there's, I can't. What, what, what court sequence have you saw in that movie? Because I didn't see one, Derek, you piece of shit. <laughs> Which one? Don't get mad. No I, mean, I mean that the, the, the Silence of the Lambs is an incredible movie. I do not mean to detract from it. But it is, it's it's suspense and, and oh, thriller. He, and he's, that, saying, he's saying it's procedural. No. That broke so many rules when that movie came out. Guys, if we want to talk about Silence of the Lambs, we're about to talk. No, we're fucking talking about it. So. <laughs> We're watching an episode. We're doing an episode. On. No, we're going to talk about this later. Now. <laughs> All right. Man. No, no, let's. Right, you, you, guys got, you guys got two minutes to discuss this. Then we got to go back to the fucking movie. Okay. Right? Fair. Because if not, because we can talk about Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, I know. Because Derek, Silence of the Lambs is not a, it's not procedural. There's nothing about it that was ever done really like that before. Uh, just the rules of filmmaking were broken over and over again in that, and they did a. Do not roll <laughs> your eyes at me, Derek. Look, look. I still mean to say that it is an incredible film, but it doesn't. It doesn't scare the same way. Like th- this is something that's a little funny to me, but I, I don't like horror films, gore films, right? Uh, you know, terror, beast, whatever, Jeepers Creepers, that kind of crap. I don't dig any of that shit, but like that movie Sicario. That's that scary. was that was an incredible on the edge of my seat, just yeah. anxiety ridden movie. It was that's fantastic. Not a horror film, yeah. Not a horror film though. And and th- my point is like that's as close as it gets for me is just that yeah it's the adrenaline but it's like tension of somebody shooting you tension of. 
Dude, you know, something bad happening, not this someone being murdered or kidnapped so, or tortured. So you're, I, I, uh, this is so a bit hot takey. This is a bit hot takey. But I will tell you this, in my opinion, and I probably should watch this movie again just for the sake of this conversation, but I've always thought, <sighs> Eric, you're going to be upset at this, but. He's disappointed. I've actually, in I've actually enjoyed. I actually enjoyed. I actually enjoyed Manhunter more than I did Silence of the Lambs. Manhunter, the TV series? No, the movie. No, no, no. It's actually, it's actually the first part of, to the of, Silence of yeah, the yeah. Lambs trilogy. I know that there's a bunch it was directed of by Matt. It was directed by Michael Mann. Okay, he directed it. It was in '85. It had like uh, William Peterson and Dennis Farina. Um, I'll have and, to watch uh, it. Now I'm gonna and watch Brian, it. And Brian Cox, Brian Cox played Hannibal Lecter, and he had like five minutes of screen time, and he was fucking electric. But yeah, well, you've seen Red Dragon. Red Dragon was the remake of Manhunter. Okay, Red well, Dragon. I Red Dragon to me is not as good of a movie. No, it is not. It is not. Watch Manhunter. Watch Manhunter because, well, first off, because fucking Red Dragon was directed by Brett Ratner. That's just fucking call a spade a spade. Um, And nothing that fucking what's-his-name could do could help that motion picture. But what I'm saying is that Manhunter, in my opinion, was a really good flick because of Michael Mann's direction. And I just I enjoyed it more than I did Southland. Southland was fucking amazing. Uh, I just gonna, liked Manhunter a lot more. I'm gonna have that to watch it, and that is a hot take because I, I, I I'm gonna have to watch it, and you're gonna hear get from back me to if me. it's not as get good. Get back to me. Get okay. back to me. I liked it. That's what I'm saying. That's just my opinion, but you know, it's up to you. But either Word. way, but yeah, Southland Lambs. But, but let's get back to the fucking flick, all right, okay. guys? When, so you right. Had when did Manhunter come out so that people? It was know like eighty. Five, I think it was a long time ago, dude. Like it came out way before Sons of the Lambs because it's the first book. Eighty six, here it is. Eighty six, yeah, dude. It's it's. I like the movie a lot. I enjoyed that movie a lot. I I heard about it, dude, before the internet came out. I was fucking like, I was like, what is this shit? And I was like, holy fuck! It's like this guy was fucking Hannibal Lecter before, before Anthony Hopkins. I'm like, damn, let me check this shit out because I was like Brian Cox from like Super Troopers and fucking Braveheart and all that shit. Yeah, Brian Cox. I feel like like I just. I'm excited to watch this because I don't think this is going to be as good of a movie, but I'm, <laughs> I'm going to watch it. Yeah. But watch it because I think it's worth it. Like I think it's a worth worth watching the motion picture for context of the whole series. But but yeah, no, like like Red Dragon. So like, uh, fucking God, I forgot his name. The guy who played um, what's her name's boss in Sons of the Lambs. He played the same character in Red Dragon. Oh, he played okay. the same yeah. character in the sequel, Sons of the Lambs. Yeah. Um. So Hannibal. Hannibal, yeah. So he plays uh, uh, what's his name? God, what was the fuck his name? Um, anyways, but the same character, all three of those movies. Dennis Farina was actually his character in Manhunter. Like he was like his character. But either way, but going okay. back to unbearable weight of, of 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 massive talent. So let's talk scene by scene. <laughs> so, oh man, I'm gonna go ahead and bring off to one scene. I'm gonna fast forward in the motion picture. It's the scene where he goes to Javi's secret room. Okay? <laughs> All right? And in the movie, we see his secret room. Okay? So, to give you context, the motion picture starts off with a kidnapping. Like, right off the bat. 
Tells over the kidnapping, which is a total trope, which is hilarious. That's why this movie's so fucking meta because it totally hits on these tropes. It's like it knows it's fucking. But like, that was the perfect beat. Whenever the it was the daughter who was like fucking Nicolas Cage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it was great <laughs> because she, it's like it's in on the joke. The movie's in on the joke the whole way. Which when is she gets kidnapped, they're watching Con Air though. The end of Con Air and the music. <laughs> oh God, dude. And then when I was watching it, I was like, did that movie really end that way with that song? Yes, that it did. Oh, it did. Why did I not remember that? I was <laughs> like, this is hilarious. And Reba, so Reba came in. We when were I so much more forgiving, weren't we? Yeah, I, I know. I want to watch that movie now. I want yeah, to watch dude, that movie now. When Reba came in the room when I was watching it, and she looked at me and she goes, man, this was my jam back in the day when I was a little kid. <laughs> Yeah, this song is great. <laughs> Where is she? Where's Reba from again? Like she's from she's, like she's a Houston girl, man. She's a Texan. Oh, she she must be a little country chick, dude. She's she like, must I, have she been actually doesn't that. really. She actually doesn't really like country music. She likes country pop, like like Leanne Rimes and Shania Twain, <laughs> Dixie Chicks. But she's not like a real country person. But when she she came in and she was she, was, God, she comes storming in with guns a blazing. <laughs> she probably that's probably why she came in. She was probably. She was, she woke up from a dead sleep and was like, Leanne Rams? I hear it. <laughs> Stop I right live yeah, she's like, she loved that song. But either way, <laughs> it was just so full. I don't know why, like everything happening in that scene when she gets kidnapped, they're playing the last scene of of, of Con Air and Leanne Rhymes is playing in the background <laughs> while while she's getting kidnapped. It was just something was very funny. Weird. Really good punch fall. I'm pretty sure that was like or something Mm -hmm. because that was a convincing fall. Yeah, it looked like she. Swear to God, when when I saw that, I was like, God, I hope she's okay. But then, like, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a dummy. It's gonna be a (laughs) weighted dummy because the way it fell, I was like, damn, that shit hurt. I was like, yeah, that'll that'll break your brain. Or she committed like that. Or she really committed. committed, I don't know. I hope she doesn't have to do that. God, yeah. I hope not, dude. I but uh, yeah, no, it's it's a great. It was a great. It, get, it hooks you. I'm like, okay, I'm I'm yeah, sold dude. within the first yeah, few no. seconds, dude. No, but yeah, so so yeah, so like um, the, the whole kidnapping thing. But then they he talks about you know the that they, they go into this room and in this room he show he sees that he he thinks that like based on what Olivia the CIA and I guess Martin his name's Martin they give her in in that in that room they think is where she's being held up because she's on the compound. Yeah, the kidnapped okay? girl would have been the kidnapped there. girl. Yeah, so he's like, I want. He's like, he goes to the room and he's like, I want to see the room. And they're like, you want to look at that? I, I want to be sure you understand when you go in there. You won't look this at me the same way. So I don't know why. I just was like, this is just really well matched. It like is. you're right. It's it the, is. It's the like they have charisma. These two. They it, do. It's there. You it, know, it's, it's and, palpable. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and Nick Cage and him are standing in front of the store, and Nick Cage says, "I need to get in that room because he thinks that and the kid works on so many layers." It's yeah, uh, yes, and yeah. And meanwhile, this guy wants to. He's like, "If you go in that room, things are going to change. Like yes. our relationship <laughs> is going to change completely." It's and, so great, and it's like you're thinking, "Oh man, maybe he is going to show him that he kidnapped this girl," and they open up the door, <laughs> and it's literally. A, a shrine, a shrine, shrine to, to Nick Cage. 
and it's like real props from his movies. There's like a a Madame version of of Nick Cage oh, holding those two so guns good. from Face Off. And there's a point when he's looking at his this 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 wax figure of himself. He asked he asked the guy he asked Javi. He says, "How much did you pay for this?" And Javi said, "A lot or six thousand six thousand dollars." Yeah, yeah. And then twenty thousand for it. He goes, he goes six thousand dollars for you. And I know it doesn't look exactly. It, it looks a little weird. He goes, I know it doesn't look exactly like you. But Nick Cage goes, I'll give you twenty grand for it. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And Javi oh, declined. This is not for sale. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. Oh it was man, so dude. Good. It's like, just I a saw- bunch of props. And, yeah, and Javi. And we'll just listen. Spoiler alert: We're here now. Now, just we'll skip forward. Javi at this point. He's everything that Nick Cage expects him to be. This super nice artist guy that just wants to write a movie and meet Nick Cage. And he yes. wants Nick Cage to read. He wrote a movie. He's just a he wanted Nick, yeah, he wanted Nick Cage to read it and star in his film. This guy is a is pretty much just a cover for the real drug syndicate, which is his cousin, which yes. runs the whole show, but they think that but the world thinks that Javi does, and it's a cover for his cousin. And Javi's unsuspecting to this, and he also had no idea. Well, he's not unsuspecting to his 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 laundering his his, cousin, his gun laundering cousin. But he he's unsuspecting to the fact he's that he's forced to do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But he's unsuspecting the fact that he even kidnapped a girl. He doesn't even know at this point. And yeah. and it's there's something endearing and special and adorable about that scene. You know? Yeah, man. I don't know. This is this movie's really good i don't know it's I don't really know if it's good I'm like, drunk, but this is a good movie <laughs> no it's a really dude i mean the, the look everybody talks about fucking rotten tomatoes and the fucking audience score and the fucking critic score how they can be so polarizing on, on any fucking movie but this movie has an 89 percent on rotten tomatoes for the critic score okay which some people could take oh this fucking so like you know critics are fucking just you know you know, so frou frou McGee kind of people, as my wife likes to call them. But then the audience score is like a hard eighty-seven percent. Like it's an eighty-seven score. Yeah, no, that's a good score. The yeah. audience. So you're yeah. talking eighty-seven, eighty-eight percent if you take the average, eighty-eight percent on average between both scores, which is fucking good, and it's worth it. I, I think it's higher, but it's a good score for this kind of flick, which is very very strange to even be made i mean it we've we've watched a few movies so far in the last couple months that we're just like this is one of those movies that's just like just like not, not so much in, in regards to everything everywhere all at once but it's in the same vein that was like it's awesome this movie came out this year like I'm, it's one of those movies that's like just so refreshing yeah it's helping it's helping you know with the average because there's been some horrible shit that's come out you know <laughs> in the last couple of years so like when you have a movie like everything everywhere and then also like this the unbearable weight uh it's nice because it's 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 a breath of fresh air it's because, refreshing yeah and also too i think the unbearable weight to me is kind of a sleeper because i i wasn't yeah. expecting to enjoy it as much as i did you know it is you i i, I would consider it a sleeper hit yeah for sure I mean, I, it's. I don't care what you say. It's so much better than this movie. I mean, what what is unbearable weight is the better movie of what and movies? Hot Take City. Of this and everything everywhere. No, 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 no. Okay, 
me make sure I'm. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> we were about to have a showdown here. Yeah, everything, <laughs> everywhere, all at once is a better movie than okay. Unbearable Weight. Oh of yeah! Oh no, no question. Yeah. Oh for sure. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. We're it's we're just saying it's a breath of fresh air because it's not. I wasn't expecting not- it to be good. And uh, <laughs> I wasn't expecting it. To it be doesn't good. feel as recycled as everything else says. Exactly. No, exactly. of course. Everything yes. everywhere. Just, but to be clear to everyone, everything everywhere is a far superior film. Than far superior. Yeah. But if you want to watch a good movie that's it's it's good, also this is definitely a number two. And I agree. Yeah. Definitely a number two. All right. So this and so. There was okay. Going back, we went on a massive tangent. We went to fucking Silence of the Lambs. How we got to that point, I have no idea. But either way, so we have the massive tangent that was Silence of the Lambs. Now we go back to the nerve agent, and as he's going into the security room, he literally dies. But halfway through, which was hilarious, pull your legs the, in, Nick. Pull he, your legs no, 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 in. Before that, he's on the side of the house. If you watch, he starts falling asleep or passing out. And he starts moving back, and she goes, Nick! And he's like, oh! <laughs> he gets back, and he goes, yeah. <laughs> And then he makes it perfect. into the room, and he starts crawling on the floor, and then he turns over, and he gets the antidote for the nerve agent, and he has it in his head, and then he passes out, and they're like, and that's what, and that's what Martin says, that's it. Fucking yep, yep. work for five years for an intelligent vision, and I kill Nick Cage, I'm gonna work at fucking Sonic, and he just walks away. And I don't and know then- why, but the way he hit, like, when he was about to hit his leg with it, I was like, yeah! And the and way then, that oh, he no! slightly, he just passed out, and I started laughing so hard. I don't know why. There was a couple no. things in this movie that really, there was more than a couple that made me laugh. Yeah, dude. Because I was like, all right, he's going to make it. And the fact that he didn't make it to me was, one, you tricked me. So that's And two, just the way his hand just like felt like it was going to stab him, but it wasn't enough force. It just like killed me. I don't know. Action. And then when he and says then, action, then when she says yeah. action, she's like, I know. Like she figures out, like, I can wake him up. And she says action, and he wakes right up. It's like, yeah, he plays, like, like he is making fun of himself so hard. It's, it's, it's really good. Right. I, I really appreciate people that are able to to not take themselves insanely seriously. And he, yeah. he committed, you know? He really committed. And it's just, he Nick Caged the fuck out of this movie, which was great. I think it was fucking amazing. Yeah, like, he just played into every one of his peccadillos. Like, <laughs> LSD. And, oh, oh, my God. And they're like, those people oh have been looking God. at us. Have they really been looking at us? <laughs> they no, were. Then, <laughs> it was so and funny. Then, and then and then he goes, We should do one of those laughters and look. And then he looks straight at them and goes, <laughs> I know it's also then, very funny to me. They <laughs> run away, they have to hop the wall, they they the guys are on the other side of the wall yes. that they were running from. And they were all, they were just a little bit different. It was just a, just a tad bit different. Yeah, same looking people, but looked a little and different. Then, and then they, all right, you have to drive. I can't drive on LSD. I can't drive on LSD. I know you can. I read that you did all your own stunts and gone in 60 seconds. That's true. He's like, that's so true. Funny. And he goes, that's no, no, true. No, no, but but what about when they before they get to that point, they're running across the street and the car fucking hits Javi. And he's like, oh my God. He's <laughs> car and just keeps running. So funny. Oh my God, and, dude. Like, they trade pe- shoes before they're going to kill each other. Yeah. Oh my oh God. My dude, God. when in the, that scene, when they're like, guys, there's, this, there's like a little bit of genius in that scene because there is. They, 
they don't want to kill okay, each context, other. They context, like context, the... yeah, yeah, context. Yeah. yeah. So, oh yeah. So at this point, in the, they both know the co- Javi's cousin tells him, "Hey, we kidnapped this girl," and Javi doesn't like that. He's Played impeccably by Paco Leon, by the way, the yeah, actor yeah. playing. Oh, he, his, his cousin Lucas was Paco Leon. He was great. Yeah, he's he was CD, but he it, it like you. It was believable. Like yeah. you enjoyed his the way he portrayed him. He was great. So, um, so his his cousin tells him either you know. We're gonna kill you, or you're gonna kill him because he's. We found out that he's also working with the CIA, so he now realizes that he has to go kill Nick Cage, which is his idol. And then Nick Cage, the CIA, tells him he's like, "Listen, we're, we've been we've been compromised. The only way that you're gonna get out of there is if you kill Javi. So you got to kill Javi. And his, his kids and his wife are there at this point. Oh yeah, that's so, right. So he has to protect his his family yeah. by killing it, Javi. Which, by the way, the whole premise of the film is that he's doing this slightly so that he doesn't look like a coward for his daughter. Because he wants his yes, he wants the love of his daughter, which he doesn't really know how to give her love because all he does is care about himself and care about his movies and stuff like that. But either way, so that's just adding a little bit more attention to, to what's going on. So he realizes Character he has to kill Javi, but the scene that they go to kill each other is like slightly adorable because... They don't want to kill each other. Like you know, like they they really like each other a lot. (laughs) (laughs) They just want to hang out and have like camping parties and watch movies together. And the fucking Paddington Two sequence. Oh God! So let's okay, okay. Hold on, real quick. Yeah, go, 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 go. Before we get to that, um, there's there's something about the two of them. That is, that's why I said it's kind of a buddy comedy is because they do become buddies and they love each other. But there's something about the transaction between two of them, which is also very funny when you think about it on a deeper level, is that this is a guy that loves Nick Cage and wants to make Nick Cage happy and wants to work with Nick Cage and thinks that Nick Cage just hung the moon. And Nick Cage is... A like <laughs> like a narcissistic actor in this movie that loves hearing this man praise him and talk Those about his perfect work. for each other. They are perfect for each other. Like this is like a yes. match made in heaven, and I just love that too. And I, that's also very funny to me. <laughs> no, well, I mean, Nick Cage is kind of broke, and Pedro Pascal's got lots of money. I mean, they're a perfect match. Yeah, dude. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's a. It's this, not. It's like it's like an uh it's, it's like not a, it that way. And it's not like it's like a weird, strange, not symbiotic relationship because they're both leeching off each other for different reasons. You know, it's really this is a really good movie. Sorry. The more I talk isn't about that, it, the more I isn't like. that copacetic? Isn't that what that means? No, copacetic just means things are all good. Everything's solid. Yeah, everything's everything everything's symbiotic would mean that there's equal there's equal uh yeah, energy. Maybe I mean co-parasitic. <laughs> They are co- yeah, I guess that's the best because they're both reaching off each other. They're both it's like a co-parasitic. It, they both are okay with it, you know. Yeah, know. exactly. They, they, they're basically they're, they're sucking that's off each other's energy. Probably not the word for it. I just made that. Yeah, up. <laughs> yeah I mean, I, I realize it's a new word, but it was well well thought uh, out, dude. It was. What do you guys think about so the diff- sequence when uh, when he, he, he takes him out to the cliffs for the first time? Dude, he just so, starts acting with him. So funny. <laughs> that was that was so fucking great because it was so method, which would be so per- which is perfect for Nick Cage to all of a sudden like Javi knows I gotta put this guy into a method type of situation because that's how Nick Cage is gonna Nick Cage the fuck out of this shit, and then he gives it to him and he's like, 
He's like, you got one thing to go. And they just, they just fucking eat that shit up. And then he jumps off the cliff. And then when they're in the water, he's like, oh, fuck. I didn't realize it was that far. <laughs> I didn't realize it was a cliff. He said those were his words. Like, I didn't think it was a real cliff. Like, like what are you fucking talking about, dude? Like, it's a fucking right there. Like, how you not know? It's a fucking cliff. He's like, I knew that was that far. Oh shit! <laughs> it's, just like- it's great. This is this is this is a sweet film, guys. Right. So so going back to the room, I thought it was great. I thought it was fantastic when they walk into the room and they look at all the paraphernalia, and he immediately says before he goes to the face-off statue, which was amazing, by the way. That was the best thing ever. I didn't know about the guns. I didn't know the guns that he had in the movie were specifically made for the motion picture, which was which is amazing in my opinion. But which is so John Woo in my uh, for any way, shape, or form. It's so John Woo. They made a movie and they made guns specifically for a motion picture. Yep. But but what he says, he's like, is that the chainsaw from Mandy? Holy fuck! I fucking loved it. I was dude. If I was watching it by myself, I probably would have squealed like a fucking eighth grader. Like, because I love that fucking movie so much because of the chainsaw sword fight with a cocaine, with a cocaine mutant. Yeah, I've never seen it. It's fucking great. I gotta watch it. You should watch it. it. Just for the aspect of fucking, it's quintessential Nick Cage, bro. It's so great. uh, Jury duty that that day. (laughs) (laughs) This guy. This guy. Bro. But all right, so we talk about Javi, but let's talk about Olivia. My kid's got a soccer match. Let's <laughs> one year old. <laughs> he's in that one. He's in that. He's in that twelve month league. Is he? Hold on. It, hold on. But that speaking of soccer matches, is 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 Adrian walking? Oh, dude, he's so close. Yeah, he's so close, dude. He'll he'll do a few steps and then he falls and he gets up and he does a few more steps and he falls. He's oh, getting there, awesome, dude. dude. You think when he's when, awesome. he's when he when he actually cry, when he actually starts like walking, you're gonna feel really proud and start crying? No, that's uh, dangerous. When they start walking, that's when you say, "Fuck me, he's gonna be everywhere now." I have a question that you need to honestly answer, Derek. <laughs> okay, has What's becoming a father made you softer than you already were? You fluffy pillowcase. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he's like a teddy bear now. Yes. It, it, no, it has. I wouldn't say it's made me softer. It has definitely made me more patient. It has definitely made me more understanding and uh, quick to assume the best in people. Because man, parenting's tough. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Dude. Yeah, dude. I respect. Well, there was there was a there was a thing like when I when my kids were get, getting you know walking around that I was like fuck, but they were girls, which I, I I guess the Lord blessed me with girls because I don't know what I'd do if I had boy, but like because every boy I know climbs. Oh, dude, he climbs all over us. <laughs> No, 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 no. We are jungle gyms. I'm, I'm not talking about you. Wait till he starts walking. He's going to start climbing up your freaking drawers, your dressers. Your He's going to be on the ceiling. One day you're going to find him on the ceiling fan, and you're like, how the fuck did this happen? <laughs> Put him in a straight jacket and have him little, and he's like, gonna, earthworm and he's gonna, across the house. He's going to let, he's gonna he's let gonna go of the ceiling. He's going to escape. He's going to let go of the ceiling fan, do a double flip, and land on his feet and be like, ta-da. And he's going to run. And you're like, holy fuck! And you just go. Best look out, Simone Biles. 
There you go. Oh my god. All right. So, but let's talk about his uh, his uh, ex wife Olivia, played by the great Sharon Horgan, which was so fucking funny. This movie. There's a line in this motion picture that I loved. Was when he was talking to her after bringing home Addie from his from his his psychiatrist appointment, which was great, just on on aspect of him talking to the psychiatrist with his daughter there. It really but is. It was a family so therapy. It was a family therapy session. Yeah. Yes. And she was like, my dad. Okay, I'll talk about that. So he goes, Addie, how do you think your dad's anxiety over his career has affected you? Well, his career is pretty much the only thing we talk about. That or he makes me watch old movies and then discuss them, which is really just him lecturing me for two hours. And he's like, it's a conversation. It's more of a conversation. That's what he says. Did you think that maybe your daughter didn't want to watch that movie? And she's like, yeah. Do you, are you seriously asking that question? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. But then uh, here's, here's what Olivia is. He goes, she, he, she goes and she says, what happens? Like, oh, she's mad at me because we watched Captain Talk. Cabinet of Dr. Caligari together, and she hated it, which I find odd given how mature her taste normally is. She's like, Wait, you're surprised your teenage daughter didn't want to watch an insane 100 year old German film with you? He's like, Yeah. It's just like, it's so have you great. seen the movie, Eric? Uh, I have not. Like, I know about it, but I've never seen it. I've seen it. It's fucking whack. It's I don't want to watch it. Yeah. I, no I mean, idea. it's that, you, you, you know, it is. It's like, it's that the fucking, you know, well, back then it was like that the 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 was a new German school or whatever the hell they had back then called it. I mean, it was it's weird. German movies were so weird back then too. Like M with fucking by Fritz Lang, which is fucking crazy as shit too. But but yeah, no, dude, yeah, it's wild, dude. Cabin of Doctor Caligari is a strange fucking flick, and it's totally perfect for him because I've I've heard that is his favorite movie. That is actually his favorite motion picture. Which is, life. I mean, I have no desire to even see it. So, <laughs> <laughs> which, 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 honestly, is like the greatest thing ever. Oh no! But the other sign was that like he's like he go he goes to his wife and says, you know, she's never read Mary Shelley or Jane Austen or even Twain. He's like, she's like, what a little philistine. Should we disown her? He's like, she thought Humphrey Bogart was a pole star. She's like, yeah. Oh, what really? He's like, yeah. He's like, that's disappointing. <laughs> yeah, unless it's a real thing. And then she started trying to plan through yeah. it. It's like, Humphrey, hump, no, no, you're like, he's like, I don't get it. It's like, dude, this movie is so great on so many levels. But I have a question for you, gentlemen. Uh oh. There was a scene in the motion picture where they start talking about it's after the acid scene where they start talking about their favorite flicks. Is the acid oh, scene? Yeah. All right, so he asks him a question of what are your top three movies? And he says it's uh, Face Off. Javi says it's Face Off, Cabinet of Dr. Caligari, and And Paddington Paddington 2. If anyone's ever seen Paddington 2, I can totally understand it because it's a fucking amazing motion (laughs) picture. He he was like, cried throughout the film. It made me want to be a better man. Yes, and I can understand that because it's so good, such a good movie. I don't understand how that movie. I don't. I I, there. I I don't understand how that movie could be as good as it is because of the 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 stuff that happens and where it comes from. But it's such. I I love that movie. I get goosebumps thinking about it. Did you Did you see it, Derek? Did you watch Paddington too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, it was good. You you also agree, huh? I better watch this. You you should. It is far and away an amazing movie. 
Wow. It's a great okay. family film. It's okay. such a good family film. Okay. Anyways, and, but I don't want you. If you haven't seen Paddington 1, don't. Don't worry about it. it. Just, just start with 2. It's fine. Paddington 1 is good. Don't get me wrong. It's a it good is. movie. Yeah. But Paddington 2 is just so much better. Paddington 2 is like 100% of Rotten Tomatoes audience and fucking critic score. It's okay. fucking amazing. I'm going. It's, I'm going. Like, it's like curing world hunger and global warming all at once. I mean, it's, it, it's good. It feeds your soul. <laughs> it does. It's like, I don't want you to fucking. I want you to, Eric. I know you can, you know, disconnect yourself from these and like bring your own thing to it. So do yourself just, a favor and watch this movie. I will. Just bring I'm your gonna own do thing it. to it. But either way, it. but let's talk about this, guys. Top three movies. If you want, I can start. Or if you guys want to go start. for it, go for it. All right, all right. My top three movies, starting from third. Three, two, one. <laughs> I don't have it handy, but if it's anime, Derek, I will definitely have it handy. Um, where is my fucking phone? Here it is. All right. So, as far as number three for me, number three for me is honestly is um fucking Django Unchained. It's such great a great pick. flick. Great pick. It's, it's great such movie. a great flick. I've always loved Quentin Tarantino. That for me is probably one of his most perfect motion pictures, in my opinion. Just it was just good from start to finish. The pacing was good. Everything was great. It's not a lot of movies so, that that you literally will grab you and and shake your face the jump, for the entire from movie. the jump. Yeah, that's yeah, one dude. Of them. Yeah, that's one of them, dude. And he doesn't stop. Number two, and it, this is a this is a this is for me. It's a deep. It's a hot take, but it's just I love the movie, and it gave me. The it, it was my first foray into foreign film is Cinema Paradiso. Hmm. Yeah, okay. yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That movie as it's a, a kid, movie. I was yeah. like, I was like in seventh grade when I first saw the motion picture, and it blew my fucking mind. I was like, this movie is fucking amazing. Like I had never seen anything like it ever in my life because I'd never really watched foreign film, and I've seen a lot of foreign shit since then. That movie is like, a huge deal, dude. That's a good. That's a good solid is. pick. Yeah. Yeah, and then number one, you guys know, is Kroll. I understand. I get it. I get it. I get it. You're going from Cinema Paradiso, fucking Oscar-winning, amazing Italian foreign film, to fucking Kroll. But there's just something about Kroll. It's got me nostalgically. We did it for the show. It's fucking – I love every second of it. I mean, why else can you have a motion picture that stars fucking Liam Neeson in the motion picture – and it's just, I just, I, I can't get over that flick. I've always loved it. And it's a fucking amazing part of 80s cinema, cinematic culture. So I loved anyways, it as a kid, man. I loved that. Those are, my th- those are my top three movies. Good. But Go ahead, Derek. What about you? Hey, Derek, what's yours? Hold on. Hold on. Ooh. Before you do that, before you do that, I'm getting it ready. No, getting you it ready. You getting it ready. Um... Okay, so I kind of agree with Nicolas Cage in this movie, where it's like it depends on the season, it depends on the mood, it depends on if you're hungry or not. Like the best movies change. Like there's so many, so many good movies. Um, but the only ones that immediately come to mind aren't they don't come to mind because they're like pivotal films or that they, you know, changed who I am or something like that. They're just movies that I'm always down to watch. I'm always willing to just put this on. I don't care what kind of mood I'm in. It's going to be a great movie. My first one. Um, Biodome. Tombstone. Tombstone. Love that movie. Yeah, we, we did that show. Tombstone, huh? Okay. 
Okay. Yeah, um, baby. I, I really, really love that movie. I think that it it's it is a movie that every time I watch it, I enjoy it just a little bit differently, right? And I, I it's not all that deep, but it's like I'll notice some nuance that the the actor did that I never saw before. Still love it. Still watch love that movie. Um my second one. Uh man. Here it comes. <laughs> this is so weird. I I know this is a movie that Eric's would be like, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm gonna tear you up just so you are prepared. <laughs> I'm gonna, gonna tear you like, up. He's gonna yeah. be like, it's the Care Bears movie. The Emperor's New Groove. I love that flick, bro. I ain't gonna lie. You're I literally that putting that in your top three, though, bro. Dude, no, the, I, Eric. Have, have you ever love, seen it, Eric? No, I haven't seen it, it's and I don't. So I'm not funny. going to watch it, and I, it's not going <laughs> to end up even in my top 200. So, I, uh, so why the fuck would I watch Crudes too? No, <laughs> it's who is it that worked on the Emperor's New Groove soundtrack? Was it Elton John or no, no, Tom Jones? Tom Jones. Tom I don't Jones. Care. No, but, <laughs> no, it was Tom Jones. He did sing a song in the, the movie. Who cares? But no, it was. Anyway, uh, it was. About, Tim, what do you like? About it was it? Tim Tell Rice. Me. It was Tim yeah. Rice. Dude, Tell that movie like is about. so funny. It's so funny. Derek, I totally agree with you. It's a great movie. flick. It's it a is. fantastic movie, and and it it's the punchlines. It's the the tee up for all of the jokes. The you know quirky animation the way that they kind of stretch characters sometimes just to bring them more life and and man it it's it's a, it's a great movie and the music the music is fantastic i could crank that soundtrack it's so good dude yeah no it's 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 very funny the the the, the jokes hit real well because it's but to put like it David as your number Dave three john goodman i mean you're number, number you're number two, number two. Hey man, I, I, Listen, I'm okay. Dude, I don't that. mind it being in your list, okay? I, 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 and I, and I respect your list as much as I can, okay? But all I got, dude. <laughs> put that at your number two. Wow. All right. Anyway, keep going. Sorry. Um, it's 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 because, dude. There's okay. I I really mean that. Like, there's so many good movies, and the only. I, I can't sit here and stack like two pivotal movies, uh, 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 Tenenbaums, uh, Budapest Hotel and Magnolia, like incredible films, all of them for their own reasons. Right. And there's no way I could rank those. Right. Why? I couldn't, I, Why? Couldn't, I couldn't tell you that. Like if I only get to have one artsy film in my list, I can't tell you which one I want. I get it. So, but is, is this what you're saying? Is your your number one? It's one of those three. No, no. Okay, my, my I was about to say. Is, I was about to gain a lot. It's, of it's hard for me. <laughs> it's hard for. What's it, your number one? Put, my number one. Um, I know what it is. Hold on, hold on. I know what it is. I know what it is. It's no holds barred. <laughs> He's never, he doesn't even know what that is. <laughs> no, it's not movie. That. That's what it is. The three ninjas. No, I would probably just two do back. Short Circuit Two. Oh, Johnny I'd Five is alive. Johnny Five. What is your Short number? It was a great movie. That was a good. It movie. is good. I know. Short Circuit Two. What, what's your number one? Um, man, I'm probably gonna have to say something like uh, Back to the Future. All right, all right. I'll go that's with a, that. It's a great. It, the the nostalgia the the whole thing is just a vibe it feels great yeah, to watch dude, that movie and Huey Lewis is like blaring it's it's 
good movie. That's a top movie for a lot of people out there. And this is yeah. that's a top. That's, that's another bro- one movie for a lot of cinephiles. Film. Because yeah. a lot of them look at it, and I had this discussion with one of my my filmmaker buddies who is he? That's his favorite film of all time, and he said it is a perfect piece of cinema as far as storytelling is concerned. And there, I I can agree to that, but I don't look at just storytelling. There's got to be other storytelling is like ninety percent of it, but that's not all I look at. And the other ten percent holds a lot of weight when it comes to the top three. Back to the Future would will will fall in my top one hundred a hundred percent. Like it's a, a great movie, but it's not even going to make my top ten because that ten percent besides the ninety percent of story because all my top twenty are going to be ninety percent great stories. Okay, but that other ten percent weighs so much. So do you? Go ahead. Do you know that's funny? Is that when you say that your friend says that? But do you understand that in a at the USC? I think it's at USC or UCLA School of Film at the film school. They actually have a class, and the class is to break down literally the whole semester. They're breaking down Back to the Future because it is, as you said, it's considered it's a brilliant in regards to storytelling. storytelling. Yeah. In, in regards to storytelling like and, yeah. and, 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 like, and like character yeah. character development, like from start to finish, what you want a motion picture to bring, not just but technically as well. Oh, yeah. They consider it to too. be, yeah, they, they consider it to be, you know, it's considered to be a perfect motion picture because it has it, it hits, hits all the beats in the right order with the right amount of reshoes, exactly. But to me, so that 10% of and it's technically a brilliant made film. Like academically, it's a perfect movie. Oh picture. yeah, but there's I'm I I don't see that Person. as a, as an art piece, and I look at yeah. cinema as a piece of art. So so because what's of your that, top three. Okay, because I'll go to my top three. But because of that, I respect. I love that. That's your number one, Derek. I respect your number one. That's a good okay. one. That's a good yeah. one. That's a good. And I yeah. respect your number right two too because I've group. seen it. I've seen Emperor's I New respect Groove, that as much I as will, I can. <laughs> I will. I will respect that because I've seen it, and the first time I saw it, I laughed out loud so much. And I was in college when I saw it, and I laughed out loud because David Spade and John Goodman were fucking so funny. They were fantastic. Movie. They were fantastic. The chemistry was there. They were hitting was, on all the right beats. And it's, 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 to and the it's point funny now voiceover. It's voiceover, and they're so funny. If anyone I, I like walking it. by me or like my wife will say something and it will be just a sequence of words that was also a line in this movie. And I will immediately pick up it, the, the movie right from that line and carry for the next five minutes, just quoting the whole movie as we go. It's, mm, it's mm, just Dude, and Patrick, Patrick Warburton is fucking great. As Kronk, he's hilarious. So is everything ready for tonight? Oh, yeah. I thought we'd start off with soup and a light salad and then see how we feel after that. Don't 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 get me started quoting. I will. I will. Because yeah, I don't know what the hell you guys are talking about. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, dude. It's great. Poison chosen Bro. especially to kill Cusco. Cusco's poison. Okay. <laughs> there, you go, there you go. Yes, that poison. Got you covered. Excellent. A few drops of his drink. And then I'll propose a toast, and he'll be, he'll dead, be before dead before dessert. <laughs> Which is a real shame because it's gonna be delicious. It's great. It's a great scene. I like that scene too. All right, Eric, Eric please tell me your that? top three because they're not as good as in Let me guess. <laughs> you want to guess my top three? Go for it. You ain't gonna get shit. Nope. I, no, 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 no. I know that PTA is in there. Somewhere. Of course. 
I mean, I think you guys know what my number <laughs> his one first is. Two are, his first two are Tenenbaums and uh, uh, Magnolia. No, you're wrong. So I guess my top three. Okay, so I put oh, a lot of thought God. into this. I did. I think my number three favorite film, and I put this. Biodome. It changed. <laughs> is I think my number three is Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. I think that's my number three. Uh, okay. Film of all time. I, I was I was gunning for the taking of Pelham one two three, but that's a good one. Yeah, I know it's that's a, also a masterpiece, but not quite. <laughs> <as a call>. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Eternal Sunshine is amazing. Yeah, we watched it, and maybe one day that B side episode will air. But <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> It's, it's an amazing uh, uh, piece of work, and I love that movie. But uh, my number two is actually, it, I, it, there's, it's a slash. I couldn't choose between one of these two, so I'm putting them both. Oh, the my God. And it is uh, The Shawshank Redemption. Uh, oh, That movie made one of the films. There's, there's like five groundbreaking films that made me want to make movies, and that was one of them. Um, I can see that, dude. I believe so. Um, a brilliant film. And then the other, the slash on that one is Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights by Paul Thomas Anderson is my Of course. Why wouldn't be there? It's so good. I watched it recently. I know you're number one. My number one? You I guys know, know what that one. is. My number one's Magnolia. It's Romancing the Stone. <laughs> it's Magnolia. <laughs> number one, Paul Thomas Anderson, Magnolia. So Paul Thomas Anderson <laughs> appears twice in my top three. Because oh. you've see got that. four in your top three. <laughs> uh, but you know what? I couldn't choose between those two. It's one of the both of those two. So, are equal. so let me ask you a question. So, technically, of all the movies that Paul Thomas Anderson has done, which movie? And taking let's let's take story out of it. Technically, what would be your number one Paul Thomas Anderson movie? Technically, technically. That's hard, dude. God damn, that's hard. Because they're for me, they're all, out of the movies I've seen, they're all technical. I think for me, technically, would be technically for me would probably be, be yes. Yeah, that's it. Because it is. It's a masterpiece. That's for me. It's a. It's an artistic masterpiece as far as technically. The story is amazing too. I think that's probably my number nine or ten favorite movie of all time. I, I mean, um, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's, I think it's, Magnolia is better, and amazing. so is Boogie Nights yeah. as far as the story concerned. But, but as far as like how what he did. Like shooting the the decisions he made in the motion picture, I say you choose there will be, and and to me it's hard. I think it's a it's going to be a mix between there will be blood and Phantom Thread. They're both. I've never seen so beautifully shot. Oh God, it's gorgeous. They're so beautiful, and even Licorice Pizza. I was thinking that in there too. It's a beautifully shot film. You know, so like technically. All of his movies are, and so is Boogie Nights. Like in Magnolia, is yeah. too. It's hard to choose which one, but I think like if you really got to do it, it's going to be like in the top. It's going to be There Will Be Blood and Phantom Thread. Both I think. Of them. I think. I think. I think for for There Will Be Blood, it's the whole thing of it being out in West Texas in the cinemascapes, the backgrounds, all that. Like because Texas just feels so big. Shot on in seventy general. millimeter. It was actually he's yeah. been shooting all of his films on seventy millimeter since. But like, uh, yeah. yeah, dude, it, it, it's. Uh, it's hard. He's a he's a he's a he's a master, man. He's a master at at, at cinema. And I was yeah. it, the more I learn about him, I like the more I'm like, God, we're the same person, you know. <laughs> That's what I feel like. He's like he was born oh on June 26th. He was born on June 26th. Okay. Fuck me, bro. He's, he's <sighs> my birthday's June 25th. Okay. Oh my god, dude, you're so meant to be, bro. Dude, we're in love. 
Me and him are going to be in I, love one day. It's going to happen. Fuck me. But like also too, no, but his fate, like he's, he makes these I'm like, speechless. he makes these really like deep films, <laughs> but he like his favorite genre is comedy. Paul Thomas Anderson, if you're listening to this, if you're one of the few people listening in California. He's got a heart on uh, right now. I mean, every dude. It's not just me though. Like anybody, <laughs> anybody, who, anybody who's in cinema right now, like My any cinephiles, like everyone has a boner for Paul Thomas Anderson. Like I, you should listen to the Smartless podcast. He, Jason Bateman, talks about Paul Thomas Anderson at least once in every episode. Everyone, I has understand. A boner. And all three of those well, guys are like, God, Paul Thomas Anderson's the best. Like they get. Like, <laughs> It's not just me. There's a lot of people that have a boner no, you're for Paul right, Thomas you're right. It's not just you, but I can literally hear you coming in your pants right now. For you mm-hmm. about yeah, whatever. Just... whatever, guys. It's just because I understand true art and beauty. It's fine. If that's FYI, what I got to do. ladies oh, and gentlemen, a, if you need to reach out to Eric on OnlyFans, it's at Come Gutter Carl. That's his name. <laughs> <laughs> so OnlyFans you know. gets an uptick in Come Gutter Carl uh, searching. <laughs> <laughs> and they like, they, like, write, they like put a waiver out there. Hey, if one of you just takes the name Cum Gutter Carl, you're going to make a lot of money. <laughs> Anyways, all right. So going back to Flint, so those are our three most pictures. And, and, I, and those are all strong choices, strong, strong choices. They are but, all of your choices, except Derek's number two is questionable to me. But the, all of your choices are strong. But <sighs> in any way, shape, or form, but it's funny because it's funny how, like, it's those are conversations that which was great in this movie because those are conversations you have with friends, like with people that you have a, a connection with. It's like, what's your top favorite movies? It's because they were so fucking high when they were doing this, like they like the characters were in the scene. But when they were talking about it, it was just, it was so great. And they were just talking about like what their tastes were. And, and they just went off on this weird tangent about Paddington too. And he was like, he's like, I can't believe After he sees it. He's crying the whole movie. And then he goes to him and says, you were right. He's like, I fucking told you so. <laughs> just, like, Dude, vindication. in that moment at the end when, when his daughter is like, have you seen Paddington 2? I know, the callback. <laughs> the callback to Paddington yes, 2. Yes, yes. And Nicholas Cage's like, face just like glows with like just joy. <laughs> it's he's great. immediately proud and able to like bond with his daughter because she happens to also like good movies. Yeah, dude. Oh my god! Oh, dude, it's so funny. Yeah. Like it was, there's just so much in this motion picture. Okay, so another, the other, another scene in the motion picture was when um, they were they were in the chase scene, and then Gabriela and Javi jump out of the car mm-hmm. and start firing the guns yeah. at the the car yes. chasing them. Like it's like, like out of con air. Yes, it's like like a, like a nineties action movie and he's shooting at them with both gold guns yeah like oh my god dude that's fucking it's a great good dude. Movie, like, it was, man yeah it's it's so good like you know what reminded me that like some of those scenes were like like hot fuzz where it was like in on the joke yeah yeah like, oh yeah like that kind oh of yeah movie, dude. that's the, that's you what know? makes this uh movie a little bit special and they did it really well like, they you did. Know? and again he just he committed to he is not taking himself that seriously and he committed to it. No. He did it. Like, I don't know. I just think it, I, there's something about it that I respect like that in an actor do that. Cause I think there's a lot of actors out there that take themselves really seriously and they should, cause it's a true art form. But like, I think that when you have a guy like Nick Cage, where he does have a polarizing career and he's able to recognize yes. that it just made me like respect him more. Like I liked that. Yeah, <laughs> dude. It, 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 I, I felt, I felt, you know, cause I know like, 
it's funny because it almost seems like for a while, even if even for even now, like recently, like everyone's talked about Nicolas Cage at some point saying that like like he's like where you shouldn't be, where you know he's where your career goes to die. Like that's a perfect example right. of somebody who was so up on top of the mountaintop, had amazing movies, and then all of a sudden has been like just gone down to the gutter. But I mean, he's done. He's still he's still coming out with good stuff. I mean, he's still putting. He's taken lots of work, and I don't know necessarily that they're all gems. But um, I mean, who, uh, Samuel L. Jackson does the same thing. Yeah, he's got his his yeah. golden stars, and then he's got his you know whatever. You know how many you know how many credits Nicolas Cage has? I mean, as young as he is, them. he has a hundred and nine film credits. Jeez. I, I mean, That's I'm not shocked. Lot. I'm not shocked because he's in he's I'm in something shocked. all the time. Yeah, yeah. But it's still it's impressive. You know what I mean? Like, and I mean, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. He's a goddamn Coppola. He can do whatever the fuck he wants, dude. Yeah, honestly. So, did you guys ever see the um, uh, the the episode of Community about Nicolas Cage? No, no. <laughs> There's an episode of Community, and the the episode's name is Introduction to Teaching, and they go to a class that they're going. They signed up for the whole semester, and Abed's in it, who's the cinephile of the group. And it's the class, the theme of the class, and the whole semester is about: Is Nick Cage a good actor? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have seen that. I have yeah. seen that one. That was one of the earlier episodes. Yeah, and literally Abed and the teacher says, "Hey, I want you to go home, watch five Nick Cage movies this week. Don't watch them consecutively." He says. <laughs> <laughs> and Abed looks up and goes, "Only five. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> but he goes nuts trying to answer the question whether he is a good actor or not because he was able to do it in another class they took which was which was about who's the boss and they had to find out who the boss was in that one but in the nick cage one he couldn't crack it and he goes nuts and he does this brilliant impression of nicholas cage at the end of the episode <laughs> that i was crying on the floor he did like the whole like oh my god it's so good there was, which I think was great, is when he, it was after the whole drug scene where he got hit with a nerve agent and he came back action and he's in the bathroom talking to Lily. He's like, I think I can do this a lot more, guys. You know, the whole spy craft, subterfuge. I mean, I can really do this. I'm, I, I think it's okay. He's like, oh, we're going to need you to do more. And he's like, no, 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 no. Fuck yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, goes like, he goes like, no, 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 no. And he goes, fuck that. He's like super high pitched. It's like, what's wrong with you, dude? He's like, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, I, I'm not doing this shit. I, 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 I've grown a new appreciation for Nick Cage because of this film. So, oh my god, dude, oh my god, you need to watch, you need to watch Willy's Wonderland because you, yeah, I do want to watch it. I do want to watch uh, Mandy as well. So, mm-hmm. I don't have to watch it. Sit down and watch it. Dude. They're so good. I mean, it just, oh god, oh my god, I, I cannot, dude. And Willy's Wonderland would be perfect for a South Drive-in. Or a fucking horror uh, choice, even though I don't think that's not going to be a horror choice. I have one in particular, and Derek will fucking hate it. But, but I did uh, my horror flick for the year. All right. No, sorry, we still got the horror Halloween special. Yeah, man, it's but, coming uh, up. We're getting, we're getting it's close. coming soon, bro. We're getting close, baby. 
We are getting close. But yeah, but yeah, no, no, but like Willy's Wonderland, dude, is it's it's cheesy, but in the best way. Like Velveeta fucking grilled cheese sandwich cheesy, oh, baby. God. Oh god. Oh yeah. Are you guys so got delicious. you guys got ratings for this for this hoe or what? I got ratings. I got a ratings, but Derek, it's your movie. You go first, baby. All right, all right. Uh when it comes to Hold on, let me pull it up. Pull it up. There it is. All right. Um, how well it was made. Three. There weren't really any glaring errors in it. I mean, it was just kind of nothing fancy, nothing wrong. Uh, how much I enjoyed this? Uh, 2.9. That brings me to a 5.9 on this film. Wow, a little bit lower than I expected. Yeah, dude. It's not a great score. It's not a the worst no. that we've had. It's like a D. I'm a little surprised. Yeah, it's like I'm a surprised. D average. I really wanted this to be good, but if at any point during my viewing experience, I have to like, I really just have a gut reaction, a visceral reaction to want to fast forward through something. That's got to be bad. What was it? So like it was the, the scene was where, Nick, where Nick Cage makes out with himself. It was that. That uh, was great. I thought it was Nick hilarious. Cage smooches. That sequence, <laughs> that sequence when he's making out with himself. There's also the sequence when he's in the uh, like the abyss. He's just looking like a a dark space with a floor, and he's just sitting there. It's towards the end. Yeah, no, five point nine. The Nick Cage smooch scene was so good. No, it was I was funny. like, this is so, it, was it was perfect. Weird. It was weird, outlandish, but it works. Yeah. It works with him, dude, because it's perfect. Yeah. Like Nick Cage smooches, everyone loves Nick Cage smooches. Like, mm. <laughs> and he liked it. That was the part he that loved, was hilarious. And then he turned around, like, "I'll have another." Yes. Come on, come on. What's your score, sir? I'm gonna give it a solid seven point five. That's a good score. Yeah, that, seven point five. Yeah, and uh, mine. Yeah. I actually gave it a little bit higher, seven seven. It's it's a, it's a fucking good movie. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what you what movie you watched, Derek, but yeah. it was fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, whatever. Anyway, right. top shelf. Top sure. shelf. All right, I'll I'll do my top shelf for this week. Um, I'll do it first. All right, so there's a show I'm watching on Hulu. It's not The Old Man, which is good so far. I only watched one episode, but it's good. But there's a show I'm watching on on Hulu now. I have two episodes left. It's called The Bear. Bro. What a phenomenal show. Fucking I'm three amazing. Three episodes in and I love it. It's fucking great. I'm yeah. six episodes in. I have two episodes left. It's fucking great. So my wife, just so you guys know, if you don't know already, and if people out there don't know and out there in TV land, my wife out uh it, after we got married, I know. We we got married and she decided she was working for um we working for she worked for Enterprise. I left Enterprise and I started working for some fucking sales company selling blood derivatives. And, I started, I, and then I got fired from there. And then I got hired by my current employer. And that's where I've been. But when we got married and I got hired by my current employer, she decided she wanted to leave Enterprise and she wanted to become a chef. So she became a chef and she started working as well on the side for a, uh, being, we had our own catering company. And then she also worked for a cruise line. But she worked in kitchens while she was at culinary school as an in, in internship for like three months. And she watches this show and she's like, that's how it fucking is in a kitchen. Every aspect of this show, she says, is perfect. The personalities, 
the conversations, the people, how they look. And I go to her, and I'm like, why is everybody so fucking tatted up? Because it's true. In the kitchens, yeah, man, everybody's tatted up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's crazy. And it's not like as if it's like, you know, like like Eric has a whole bunch of tats and stuff. But the, the tats on chefs is just so random. Mm-hmm. They're just they're just all over the place. You know what I mean? So, But the show is <clears throat> written perfectly. They act great. The jokes are on point. The actors are fucking phenomenal. They're so good. Like, I'm so invested in this show. No, it's good. It's, it's only, a great show. I'm, and I, honestly, yeah. I'm upset because every episode is like 30 minutes Short. long. Yeah. And I want it to be so much longer. It would be an hour. I watched I'm, all three of those episodes yesterday. And because I someone told me, hey, watch the bear, it's great. And I was like, shit, yeah. this is really good, you know? It's really good. And then every episode gets better yeah. and better. And you don't want to stop because yeah. it's only 30 minutes, dude. Yeah. Like, we watch the episodes, and all of a sudden we stopped. I'm like, it's midnight. We need to yeah, you got to stop. Yeah. <laughs> That's what like, happened to me. I was stop. like, I got to stop. Yeah. yeah. I got to stop. It's such a good, good show. fucking show. So, good the show. bear, yeah. it's really worth it. Good, good, good. good. Eric, what you got? Okay. Um, so, my top shelf is going to be. B, I, it's not finished yet, but I just love it, and I watched all four episodes. Um, oh shit! I just totally forgot the name. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> I know it's on HBO uh, Max. It's a uh, true crime documentary. It's called. Hold on, I'm gonna look it up on my my list real quick here. I forget. I don't want to mispronounce the name. And I've been drinking. It's called Mind Over Murder. And it's a true crime documentary about this small town um, in, oh, I forget what state, but the name of the town is called Beatrice, Nebraska, Beatrice, Nebraska. And it's about not, not, not like Beatrice. It's like no, it's Beatrice. Beatrice. It's spelt like Beatrice, but it's it's pronounced Beatrice. And um, it is uh, about a woman, an elderly woman that was viciously murdered and raped and left in for left and she died in her apartment and it's about them finding i think it was about six people involved in it that all were there on the night was it called again mind over murder mind and over murder it looks like there's finding, only three episodes yeah, out right now there's four episodes out and it's about them finding oh, okay. all 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 of the people that were involved but they're all free now and it's it, all I know right now, and in all I know right now is that what they went through, what happened, the way that they confessed, but something went down, and, and I, you don't know what it is yet. In the middle of this story, which is where I'm about to be, where all of them were completely free, set free from from the crime, and you don't, we don't know what that is yet. And now juxtapose, they're doing this this documentary about it, but juxtapose at the same time. The city has a small theater company, and they're building a play around what happened that night. And they're showing both parts. It's very interesting, very well, different made. Uh, and it, I'm only four episodes in, but it's great. I'm, I'm three episodes in, but there's four episodes. What was you know what it reminds me? You know that 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 reminds me of that. What was that uh, Netflix documentary about the guy who got blown up by a bomb? He didn't know he had a bomb on him. He thought it was fake. It I was like see that. <laughs> oh, like it was like it's. This. Hold on, hold on. I, I, it was. It's a fucking great documentary. Uh, it's called Evil Genius: The True Story of America's Most Diabolical. Oh, that bank woman. Heist. That's about that woman. Evil Genius. Yes. Yeah, she's she's. I did watch that, of course. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I remember watching that, 
and that they showed the 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 scene of the guy sitting down on the ground and he had the bomb uh vest on and I was like watching it and I'm like I knew he died but I was like watching it like they're never gonna show it then oh shit they showed it like they showed him literally getting fucking blown up yep. by the bomb vest. Yeah, and like that, on the fucking screen. Yeah. That woman was 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 the devil. But no, it's not like that at all, believe it or not. It's a completely like, different is she, is, she, wow. is she as much devil as Carol Baskin? I'm kidding, Carol. <laughs> oh my god. Listening. <laughs> Carol listens. But yeah, anyway. she killed her husband. But yeah, it's fed to her tigers. But yeah, but anyways, anyway, but that, yeah. that's it. My my uh All right, Mind Over Murder. Mind Over Murder. It very interesting, very interesting documentary. Don't haven't finished it yet, but I'm loving it so far. What that's about awesome, you, D? All right. You don't have to worry. I've got a twofer though, so you're getting two. <laughs> One of them is uh, Star Trek <laughs> Strange New Worlds. We were, we were I love about that earlier. fucking show. I love that fucking show. Me too. It is it's such so good. a refresh. So good. It is so <laughs> refreshing. Uh, I love good. the I love it the take that they've taken they've they've the uh, direction they've taken Star Trek, um, where it's the classic style, but they've modernized it. And man, it it is yeah. fantastic. It's a great show, um, and. My second pick, uh, Ms. Marvel. Very good show. Great. No, uh, I shouldn't very. say great. Very good show. It was a very good show. I, um, I crave exposure to other cultures. and there I was, was just a about lot to of... ask, is that the one that's the Southeast Asian girl in it? Yeah, South Asian. Yes. Yeah, she's a... She's yeah. Pakistani. 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 And uh, like there's a lot of sequences that take place at a mosque and some of the hurdles that mosques go through with the community and the neighborhood and so forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's it's good. Like, cool. I mean, it, that show and fucking Moon Knight are fucking unbelievable fucking shows. Oh, Moon Knight well, was really Oscar, great just for... Oscar Isaac is amazing. That For Oscar Isaac. And, and I kind of like the concept of the character. Um, but for very different reasons, Ms. Yeah. Marvel is a great, mm-hmm. it's a really good show to watch. It's a really good show. And there's um, a scene that came out in the last episode where she said something and all of a sudden in the background, in the song was the song from the X-Men 92 song. Came up in the music. I was like, Oh shit. What the fuck is going on here, dude? Yeah, man. Dude, I I, I I waited until the series was almost over, and I think now the Binge very last episode just came out. That's yeah, the only episode I haven't seen. Um, and man, I've been really enjoying both those two shows. So yeah, um, Star Trek: Strange New Worlds and Ms. Marvel season one. Okay. Funny thing is, in, in Strange New Worlds, so that the Captain Pike, okay, which was the original captain of the Enterprise before Kirk took over in the pilot. He was actually the captain. Kirk was his number one. FYI. Okay, explained this to me a couple times and I still never grasp it because somehow right, this, so, this new series is a different branch of their timeline, right? No, it's not. It's not. It's not. Okay, so uh, bear with me. Right, so you have the TV show, you have Next Generation, and you have the original series, and you have Deep Space Nine. Those are our part of what's called the prime timeline. Okay. Like they and all follow have, the same timeline. They're all yes. cohesive together. Yeah, yeah. Yes. 
Then you have the movies by the J.J. Ames movie, which are called the Kelvin timeline. Because in that instance, so in the TV show, in the prime timeline, Captain Kirk's dad actually becomes an admiral. And everything that happened in the movies never happened. He becomes the captain of the Kelvin in the J.J. Abrams movies. Okay, so you already lost me. Wow, dude. Wow, wow. (laughs) I understand. I understand that. The last three movies that are directed, that had the the two of them were the ones which it was produced, those are what's called the Kelvin timeline. Right. Because in the first first movie, Chris Hemsworth plays uh, James Kirk's dad, Captain Kirk's dad, who dies in that scene in the beginning of the movie. In the prime timeline, that shit doesn't happen. His dad becomes an admiral in Starfleet, and he has to live up to his dad's name. Okay, but the J.J. Abrams series changed that. Yes, that's why it's called the Kelvin. That's why it's called the Kelvin timeline. All these shows that you're seeing on Paramount Plus, those are all part of the prime timeline. Including Discovery, I imagine. Yes, including Discovery. So, the new show, Strange New Worlds, takes place seven years before whatever happens in the, the first episode of the original series called The Menagerie, which is where Captain Pike dies. Um, okay. He's referencing in the show. So basically the whole thing is that there's the Kelvin timeline, which exclusively are the J.J. Abrams movies. Yes. Okay, that would have been a lot easier way to say that. <laughs> My bad. My bad. I wanted to give you context. This is me. I give okay. context. I got it. But either okay. way, but either way, the Strange New World show are written great. They're fantastic. But what I love most about the, the new show is that on Twitter, Anson Mount's hair has its own account. What? Called Captain Captain Pike's hair. Swear to God, there's a fucking Twitter account for Captain Pike's hair, which is uh, absolutely great. Because his hair is like super gumby style. It, it's it, like, yes, it's very fancy. Wow. I'm sure. It's whatever. <laughs> But, but he has his own Twitter account. It has its own Twitter account. It's great. Uh, anyway, surprised your top shelf wasn't Stranger Things, dude. Y'all are so no, 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 no. My the bear is amazing. Don't even fucking trip. You, it's worth it. Uh, All right. Now that we've done pick. the top shelf, we've done the ratings. I thought about doing. I'm gonna give my con my my, my ideas. Mm. I thought about doing because of Jimmy Con being dead. Him dying, I thought about doing the Michael Mann motion picture, The Thief, with James Caan. But I was like, I haven't seen the movie before, and I don't know if it's going to be good because Michael Mann is a great director, but sometimes he can be hit or miss, and I and I don't want to go that route. So I was like, but I can go with Michael Mann in a good way. So I was like, maybe I'll go with Heat because he's he's bringing a lot of stuff recently because he just came out with a book called Heat Two. And he's talking about making that into a motion picture. But I was like, yeah, I don't know. So I was thinking, you know what? We haven't done, we've never done a Quentin Tarantino movie. Really? We've never done one, dude. We've never done one. You're muted, Eric. I think it's time. <laughs> I think it's time as well. And we may do more after this because you never know. We may just become a trend. But... I'm thinking, 
And it's a one that I haven't seen in a long time. I actually have not seen it in a while. Oh, so I've seen man. I've seen Django. I've seen Pulp Fiction a ton of times. I've seen Reservoir Dogs. I've I, I honestly probably seen this movie maybe twice. I love it, but I want to dig deep into it. So I'm uh, gonna go don't, with don't 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 Inglorious Bastards. Uh, I'm excited. All right. I'm excited. Let's do it. Is that the, is that is that your most uncomfortable one, dude? Mm. No, I dreaded you going for everyone else's the crowd favorite with uh, Pulp Fiction. No, uh, Kill Bill I think is one uh, of the more. No, I, I could go with that. But that's that's more. Uh, they're more pop ones. culture films, I think. Um, it was like going to be same, it was, closer to closer to like Marvel movies than they were like Reservoir Dogs. It's it's like Inglorious Bastards to me. To me, my favorite going to Netflix. My top three are Pulp Fiction. Even in my top three, honestly, it's not. My top three is Inglorious Bastards, Django Unchained, and um, God, now I forgot the movie. The one with uh, Kurt Russell and uh, and and Samuel Jackson in the in the, in the in oh the um, uh, magnificent seven the seven magnificent, magnificent seven, no. seven. hateful 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 because that one I like more because that's more one of his more talky motion pictures they're all they're all talk they're all dialogue no I know that but I mean that but, one I mean, is that's a like lot one of, of dialogue yeah it's a lot of dialogue you know what I mean like it's more dialogue it's, a good movie. it's like it's a very good it's flick. My, it's like, my least yeah, I like that movie. My least favorite of his, though. So I like it. I like that it's one a lot. I like that one a lot. That's what I like the most. But, but it goes by far on the bottom of my list. But Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is fucking beautiful. Yeah, although that movie's Gorgeous. great. Yeah. But but Inglorious Bastards, because I think it's time we talk about fucking Nazis. I think it is. I'm I'm down. <laughs> I'm excited. I don't, I, I, Let's I think make Derek got, as uncomfortable as possible. <laughs> jury duty that day. <laughs> I want us to dissect the fucking farmhouse. Is it because you don't like <laughs> Derek? Derek, is it because you don't like when people talk badly about Nazis? Is that what it is? Oh my god! Oh my god. Fuck oh my god. god. I'm just making sure. Oh I just want to know. Just want to be sure. Is your favorite? Is, is your favorite? It paints them in a negative light. I'm like, yeah, they're fucking Nazis. <laughs> I, I wasn't sure if that's made you uncomfortable. You know, when people talk badly about them, so I was just making sure. He's like, he's like, I fucking love Chris Wall. Christoph I've Walsh forgotten Walsh. most he's of my the fucking glorious hero. bastards. I'm gonna need to rewatch it. <laughs> well, yeah, you're well, gonna have, you have a chance. Yeah. <laughs> you're, yeah. gonna, you are. <laughs> you're gonna have to do that. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. So we're gonna be watching Inglorious Bastards. Good times. Uh, does anybody have a good quote? Because there's so many in this movie. Mm. Anybody have a good quote? Man. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The one that Eric said. Is that supposed to be me? It's grotesque. I'll give you twenty thousand dollars for it. I'll give you twenty thousand dollars. Yep. That's great. That's a good one. That's my favorite one. Where he's like, it's grotesque. Mm-hmm. The way he talks. Yeah. I love Nick Cage. The way he talks, it's so great. Yep. I really but do like way, Gone in sixty seconds. Everyone talks shit about that movie, but I enjoyed it's, that movie. It, dude, so many of his movies are just such good popcorn flicks, especially the nineties ones. It's like exactly the what they are. They're not wait, special. They're just enjoyable. Wait, 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 wait. I love that they've made this movie in this movie that it's such <laughs> everyone talks about Con Air, The Rock, Moonstruck, mm-hmm. like 
like leaving Las Vegas. But the movie that's that's the most important movie in this movie that he references is fucking Guarding Tess. I know. I thought Guarding (laughs) Tess reference. I was that made me laugh too. I forgot about. I was like, this is fucking genius. Like I would have thought he'd gone with Snake Eyes. Or like Con Air, you know what I mean? Like, no, I went with Guarding Tess as the most important flick in my life. (laughs) Like, that's great. So good. But anyways, all right. So next episode, Inglorious Bastards. Guys, thank you for listening. And we are the fuck out. Peace.